This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+, plus. rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show, and uh, it is Friday. I'm Stamford Chidge, and half of me is looking forward to this show, and the other half probably not, and you all know why. Uh, But anyway, uh, as ever, I have with me the delightful uh, Jonathan Kidd, who of course has returned from his little break on Monday. We missed you on Monday, JK. Oh, thank you very much. Nice to be be missed. Um, I... uh... I did my reading of great expectations at this carol service, which went down quite nicely. I managed to fit in a quick um, uh, uh, Radio London um, moan about um, the way Chelsea had played at the weekend. Um, And um, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was good fun. Well, not moan because we won, but um, uh, talking about Connor and specifically who I think we're going to be talking about more uh, as the show progresses because, uh, I think we missed him, to say the least. Um, but yes, yes, thank you very much. I'm sorry, I I, I, I felt a bit bereft, actually. I was thinking Aww. I'd like to be on the show. Where was I? I was, I was that that makes me feel quite sad. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Hey-ho, uh, the thing is, we've always got somebody to cheer us up on a Friday night, haven't we, Jonathan? Who have we got with us this week? Yeah, is there somebody on tonight? We've got, I didn't notice, sorry. Oh, okay. Um uh, not, oh, not it, that you're it, self-absorbed in any way at all. In any way whatsoever. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me think. Who have we got? Oh, oh, it's 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 the very amusing, irrepressible Martin Wickham. Yes. Evening, everyone. Uh, yeah, this uh, we'll need we'll all need to collectively cheer each other up as we go here. Yes. Um, might be coming off some long runs, should we yes. say? Proper <clears throat> fucking Bob Willis impressions. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I warn you now. Uh, I wrote the majority of this. On uh, during the match, actually, I because I, I was at home and I was watching it on the TV, so I thought I'd write some notes, save a bit of time. So it's a bit visceral, I think, is uh, is what we can visceral. say. 
Yes. Um, now, obviously, yeah, we are we are obviously kind of talking about the Man United game. We're going to talk about that um, in part one. Uh, in part two, for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, there is uh, an opposition view, which will be rather marvellous. It's a very dear friend and old friend of mine. Uh, I won't tell you any more than that. Um, and in part three, of course, we are going to preview the Everton game on Sunday. So a packed show, as always. Uh, and uh, time for the long run, Martin. Um this is kind of what I wrote down. Uh, I think I might have written this uh, <clears throat> at the end of the at the end of the game. Passes going to the opposition, missed tackles, second to the ball, dispossessed easily, no cohesion, defence a shambles, no midfield, inept up front. Fuck off with this shit. Yeah, I think that's that's a fair assessment and um, not far off what I was doing because. When I talk about long runs, I think our players went on a lot of long runs, but they kind of done... If you've ever seen these old impressions of pre-Victorian era football, where before the Scots invented the passing game, they just used to run in a straight fucking line until they hit their opponents, get crowded out, and the ball gets kicked back. And that is all 11 of them were doing. It was... Utterly atrocious. Tell you what, Marcy, you made me me think of something else, actually. It's not Harry Enfield in the formation running around. No, 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 no. It's the Monty Python sketch with the the Greek philosophers versus the German philosophers. And they would be running. They'd make a run and then Hegel would, like, stop and think about it for about 10 minutes. I wish I had stopped and bloody thought about it. No, I wish some of us would have stopped and thought about it because there was no philosophy. It was just... Running into the first guy in a red shirt and losing the ball. Yeah, it's like pissing around in a school playground where everyone's running around trying to get a kick. It was a. Late These ball. are professional footballers, oh, and oh, it was mate. just appalling <clears throat> to watch. It was, a, as J.K. rather uh, eloquently put in his fan bite, it was a load of old bollocks. Now, J.K. Martin and I were in the luxury of our our living room. Uh, yeah. You were up there, mate, and I, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, the 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 the, uh, the Chelsea faithful were not happy bunnies, were they? Well, there's a lot of booing at the end. I mean, it's actually quite difficult at the end because I thought one of the reasons some of them were booing was that Maguire appeared to have gone in on the act of being amongst them while they were coming to, to clap us. So I wondered whether they were booing Maguire just for being a dick. I don't know what he was doing, but whether he got injured or something. I don't know. He was There was a trainer with him. It was all that was very peculiar. But... Um, uh, if they were booing them, I mean, uh, you know, not that we like booing our team, but it was very deserved. I mean, I think it it was people were just sort of bemused by how dreadful it was um, because United just pressed and pressed and pressed. And we didn't appear to be doing anything re- reciprocal. We didn't appear to be doing any pressing other than individuals, which appeared to be Jackson vaguely running at the goalie. And yet then they, the energy that they had was so superior to ours. And I think in the press conference, um, old um, Poch said uh, uh, they were much more energised than us. Well, I'm afraid I think it's down to the manager to tell them how to behave in this instance, how to play, which is to, to, to give it back. You know, if they've got the ball and they're playing so high up all the time, there are certain ways of dealing with it, which we didn't seem to be capable of doing. And Poch didn't seem to be passing anything over to them. I mean, my my criticism of the whole game was the manager did absolutely nothing to alter what we were up to. And it was the same shit in the first half as in the second half. And I don't know how they didn't score six goals in the first half, other than, of course, um, 
the goalkeeper being uh, Sanchez being excellent. Um, I don't know how with, we. I don't know how we didn't score three. Oh, indeed, indeed. Well, I think I, we know how we didn't oh. score three. Was, <laughs> we had we had Mudrick and Jackson playing up front. That's how we didn't score three because both of them were. I mean, Jackson just always takes too many touches, and Mudrick appears to be. Uh, he seems to be actually the epitome of the uh, of the of the. The, the style of playing as if it was 1900 and you're running in a straight line and that's all you can do till the player comes across and knocks you off. Um, uh, so uh, his, his lack of, of shooting ability and also now as to when to actually give the ball, ball to Sterling on another occasion was, was absolutely dreadful. Everything was dreadful about the performance other than the goalkeeper. Yeah. And, so, and uh, one very brief minute from Cole Palmer. Yeah, 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 which was a terrific goal. Yeah. And I'd also say that Sanchez, with his feet, is a fucking accident waiting to happen. Yeah. I would love to, I don't know, I would love to see, I'm sure there's some nerd that's already done it. How many times yesterday, uh, Wednesday, excuse me, did we give the ball away in our own third? Yeah. I don't even think, man, you had to press that much. No. They just because we would like just you know what here it would we, we're not even past the halfway line. I'll give the ball to McTominay. I'll let fucking Anthony dispossess one of our players. I'll let two Man U players against one Chelsea player, and no one offers an out out ball for the Chelsea player. Yeah, and right. it just kept happening, and they weren't learning, and there didn't seem to be any. What the fuck are you doing about just get yeah. it long? It, it was quite. Uh, it was bewildering, wasn't it? Really, I mean, I, I it thought was inex- it was inexplicable. Bewilderingly, <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't, wasn't clearing my throat at you. I've got I've got a Bob Fleming on tonight, J.K. So oh, cool. and I and you know what it's like. You sometimes you forget you're actually on the mic. So sorry. What were you saying? That's okay. I was going to say that um, uh, I, I listened to the press conference. So if you if you need a quick rundown, because I was no, do that. We're going to do that in part three. Oh, are we good stuff? No. Good stuff. Because it's your bit. It's your thing. It's like my team selection. You do the presser, but Thank normally you, normally we do it in part one because it doesn't mean a game. All right, good stuff, good stuff. I was All going right. to say, you know, uh, talking about individuals as we were, I mean, you know, I thought, I thought en- Enzo and Moises, Moises were anonymous all game. Anonymous. I, I think you're right, J.K. I think Connor's bite was absolutely, completely and utterly missed. I yeah. really do. I don't know how he didn't, he didn't replace any, there wasn't another midfield player. Ah, but I have a, he I, put, ah. He put Palmer back, but yes. Palmer wasn't playing in that position a lot of the time but here you go here's 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 the thing and i i mean this this is something i've referred to earlier in the season this is our subs bench petrovic james badiashiel matson gilchrist castledine washington matos broya um is that martin a billion quid well spent or is or are we really a victim of injuries here um i would say as a little bit of unfortunate Bad luck with injuries, but frankly, if you spent a billion and you've got a squad like that, and it seems to have been done on purpose, serious questions need to be asked. I mean, and there's, there's, they have been they've been shielded from it. Four youth players, four yeah, youth well, players on that bench. We yeah, used, I mean, we used them, to have four internationals on there. Well, I remember that Castle doing lad. His old, his old man played for fucking Wimbledon I've, in the I've, early nineties. I've, I've had beer with the bloke, Stuart Castle yeah. Yeah, but it's like, normally we're like, yeah, wonderful, they're getting a chance on the bench, but then you see that many and you just think, what the fuck's happened? And it's even more galling when you watch our two um, £100 million midfield signings 
chuck in a performance like that on Wednesday and the night before you've watched Arsenal's £100 million signing score a goal in injury time to win a game. So I'm not, I'm not having this, they need time. They've they've had that much money spent on them. There is a reasonable expectation that they should be the finished article. And this nonsense about process and progress and give it time. Very sorry, anyone who's pitching that, trying to pitch that line. I don't trust you, and I don't trust your motives because you I think trusting, you won't be trusting the manager then, because that was his thing in the press conference. Well, he's 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 that is literally what he is paid to do. So that's something you know. He's, he's not going to say, yeah, yeah, you know what? They're a load of fucking twats. I mean, I'd, I'd applaud him for being honest, but he ain't going to say it. I I cannot understand how this ownership and the people they've hired, the likes of um fucking dumb and dumb or whatever their names are, Win Stanley and Stewart. How they haven't got absolutely hauled over the coals for some of the decision making they have taken because it is negligence of the points have been fucking. You can you couldn't do it that bad accidentally. But maybe maybe they're obeying orders. Just just also the positive for them is they did suggest we buy um, Ganacho and Gordon, both of whom are are playing out. So they're doing this Arsene Wenger thing of saying I could assign him, I could assign that. That's really going to help me sleep at night. What's the no, fucking no, no, point of they that? Put <laughs> they put in bids, if you remember. They I remember. To... Oh, they put. In, I remember they put in the bid for Anthony Gordon. What did everyone say? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then, yeah. But um, at the same time, even if we had signed, we'd probably be in the same fucking black hole. Our, most of our signings seem to be ending up in because there's no structure. Well, this, this at is Newcastle. There is a structure. But this is also the point when you when you sign a load of inexperienced players all in one go. I wonder if you put Mudrick into the you know uh, kind of any 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 time between two thousand and four and uh, say two thousand and seventeen, he would probably be amazing because he would be able to fit in around great players. You put a load of players like Mudrick all in the same team, you can see what happens, and I think that's what we're seeing. I mean, I, yeah. I wonder actually. You know, I mean, it would be perhaps a bit preemptive and churlish to say maybe they're just not good enough. But I do think it's very fair to say that there are question marks over Mudrick, Jackson, Moises, Enzo, Cucurella, Colwell, Dizazi and Sanchez. You've got Silver at the end of his career. Palmer was good, you know, in in bits, but he, we know he's OK. Sterling, I thought, had a stinker, but we know he can stinker. do it. But we know he can yeah. do it, and I think I think dear old Reese James, he's either ruined uh, or a shadow of the player he was. So you yeah. know there are question marks over. I mean, and, and you know I pretty much picked the team on 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 uh, Monday that was played. I think I got one wrong. So you know we all sat there thinking, no, they're, they're good enough, they can do the job, but they abjectly didn't. It's it. I have to say, it's a real concern. No shots on goal in the second half. Woeful. Uh, five free headers conceded in the last five games. Woeful. Um, and the side has absolutely no football intelligence whatsoever. It just... it. I'm bewildered, Martin, for the third time tonight. It's staggering. It really is. And um, I have a little pet theory because all the talk going into the game was that Man U were the team under pressure. Yeah. That, you know, Ten Hag lost the dressing room, that he'd banned all these journalists, that, you know, I personally, I think there are issues when Jaden Sancho's getting punished more than Anthony. That's just a personal um, personal opinion on what their respective um, issues are. But on the pitch, at least in the Premier League, they're doing okay. And they're getting results. And hence they're, going up the tables but everyone this the consensus seems to be 
Chelsea are in a more stable position. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Have you watched Chelsea recently? This is wider media. And I'm starting to think there's a little bit of buyer's remorse from some of these people because they cheerleaded the sanctioning of Roman and his ousting from the club and then similarly the Clear Lake takeover. They didn't question the process. They didn't ask questions about the bidding process, shall we say. And they pretty much treated it as a fait accompli from the moment they entered entered the bidding for it. And now they've had, well, we've had nearly 18 months of them in sole charge. They got the keys in May 2022. They're not very good. And I think a few of them are starting to realise that, but can't go in for full-throated criticism just yet because they'll get a few fingers pointing back saying, you fuckers cheerleaded it in your in the media. So I think that's why... I, I normally, I, I don't have too much time for all this. Oh, no one talks about this team struggling and no one criticises that ownership. I saw Man U fans saying, why the fuck are you having a go at us when Chelsea are in this state? I'm starting to fucking agree with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Poor old JK's now. Look, he's, he's wishing he'd had the night off tonight, I think. Not, not Sorry, Monday. mate. <laughs> Poor no, JK. No I, no, I haven't quite caught up with the uh, the lack of sleep from the early start to get the train Where Where did you stay? In Altrincham, of all places. Okay. Just... How did you get out there, then? Um, it's because Tim, who I go with, had, had booked the rooms there. Yeah. But how did you get back? So, um, I went from Altrincham to... Uh... No, no, from Old Trafford to Altrincham. Metro takes you to Altrincham. Oh, right, okay. We've got, we got a tram. Yeah, we just got a tram. Right. Got a tram. Interesting. Um, here's another yeah. another one to depress you, JK. Uh, I promise I'll try and cheer you up later. Actually, I can't pr- even promise that. But um, of the 17 teams to have played Premier League football since January the 1st, 2023, Chelsea are bottom of the league. It, we are at least being consistent, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Consistently shite. I um, know. I know. Uh, yeah. Um, All we want is consistency. Well, we've got it. Yeah. 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 I it, mean, sorry. Go, go on, J.K. No, I was J- just going to say the. It's very difficult to find anything positive to say about the performance. And it Palmer's was so, goal. So yeah, that's right. Sanchez's I mean, saves, his penalty saves. Yeah. Well, yeah. all right. Those, uh, yeah, there are several. But that's it. I mean, that, that really is it. There was fuck and all else. No, but I, 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 it has slightly um, uh, undermined my faith in the manager. Well, here, here's the thing. I wanted to talk I, to you about... I don't want to go yeah. down that route. No, 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 you know, no, yeah. no. I, I wanted to talk to you about Poch because I, I, I think I think you think he is too, actually. I, I think he's a good coach. What yeah, I can't yeah. understand is why he can't get a tune out of them. Yeah. That's my question. Why can't he get a tune out of them more consistently? I mean, I know we say about the, yes... Young players and inexperienced players are inconsistent, but even so, I can't it, understand it. To me, he's he's abandoned what we saw in pre-season, because if you remember, and I know we shouldn't ever pay attention to pre-season, but but because he was a new manager, the, the way he was playing was very similar to the way United played against us, which is just huge press, four men on the ball pushing the ball up, the way that Tuchel played to an extent. And I know that the, the partnership up front, the structure was was different, the formation was different because he had Nkunku playing with with uh, with Jackson, and but but all the other players were just constantly pressing. Now whether he's made they've made a decision somewhere that this is too knackering for them, I I don't know, but it just means that I don't understand something that was so, which is how we played with the Spurs. They all pressed. In, that was their 
their way of dealing with stuff. It's a very good if you can keep everybody fit and, and that that stage of that state. If you can if you can deal with that, progress that. It's a very difficult way to, to, to people to play against you if you're in their faces all the time, as we found out at Old Trafford, because that's all they did. But all we did, as you said, Chidge, was was play out from the back and Martin play out from the back all the time, which played completely into their hands. So what you do is is you you try and play the ball as long as possible. And the, they just didn't kick the ball long. I, but also the problem was it was difficult to kick the ball long because you the two forwards are Sterling and Jackson, who neither of whom are going to be able to pick the ball up and deal with it. It was coming so, back at them just as fast as it got. Exactly, they did exactly. Try it. So yeah. that was the problem. So really, I suppose they had no option. But 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 Colwell is beginning to worry me because I think he's an enormous loose cannon. He just fouls everybody all the time. There's a kind of cockiness about him. Who? That, Colwell. Uh, Colwell, yeah, right. because he was skipper. I think he got annoyed also that um, James came on and took over being skipper from him. I just got that feeling, particularly lolloping about at the end um, when we only had, you know, there was only about a minute to go and he's wandering around taking slow throws and, and passing the ball across the pitch. You just think, get it in the mixer, for goodness sake. Um, now, I just find him a bit, he's very in your face, very confrontational with players, fouls a lot. And and uh, it's not what I expected. I expected a classier player than that. And I know we were saying it was good that there were players who got in your face, but um, it, it, he they need to play at a higher standard and then you can accept it. But at the moment, all you're getting is a lot of... Um, body checking and uh, and being pulled out of position um from him and and uh, the positives that we had out of the the four fullbacks um uh, they obviously they weren't playing as four fullbacks because he had Cucurella playing but Cucurella um had a, another uh, one of his poorer games again i mean you can't say that anybody had a good game um it was just i felt they were found out um against united in a way that was embarrassing and um i think as you just stated with that list of players makes you makes you actually think uh, is any of these are any of these players capable of of um being good enough to play in the Chelsea team in the future I do, because you just can't play as badly as that and that was that was possibly worse than I mean I think we're in a worse position now than we were under Potter Potter aren't we from a we are um, by, by about three, not, by about three, three points but Potter had a really good start if you remember because yes, it was, it's a bit yeah. like when you change governments, you know, you, you, you get a honeymoon period where you benefit yeah. from whatever the last government did, yeah. and then it all goes to shit. And I, and I think they were benefiting from the, the last vestiges of the Tuchel regime um, but, uh, but in, in terms difficult. of playing style. Is that yeah. point comparison been done from the start of last season compared to this? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Should yeah. it really yeah. be fairer to do it from the the point well, when Potter started? Take, take 10 points off, you mean? Then you take 10 points off and go from the 14 games true, he would true. have had, because yeah. I reckon you would have pretty similar. Yeah. If yeah. not, if not, Pochettino may be one or two yeah. points better hey, off. It, it's roughly the same, isn't it? I just, yeah, roughly the same. The one thing I would also point out, and jo- Jonathan's alluded to pre-season, now... All through pre-season, we didn't just play with Nkunku, who got injured. We in, in up front, we played with Kepper in goal, who got loaned. Mm. Um, ostensibly because Courtois got injured, but you can guarantee they saw an opportunity to get those wages off the off the payroll for a year and went, "Thank you very much." Now, Kepper has a lot a lot of criticism, and a lot of it, frankly, was quite valid. You know, T Rex arms and all that, but he was good with his feet, and. He could pl- he could play the ball short or long, and he could organise defence. Mm. I think Sanchez is a very very good shot stopper, 
doesn't doesn't do bad on penalties either. But he's with his feet. He only uses his feet to get on the fucking coach. <laughs> and um, communication wise, I I don't know what's going on there. I mean, so I know I don't want to put too much stall on the captain's armband because I think it's a little bit overblown compared to other sports. But the fact it's been passed around like a fucking you know, it's like it's your turn this week. Here you go, and like they they couldn't work out whether they were giving the armband to Colwell or Sterling before the game. It's just it's a fucking nonsense, isn't it? It, it was a shambles. There was no other. I mean, in fact, I can I I I think uh, I have a couple of quotes here that really amused me uh, on the evening. If only I could find them. Here we go. Uh, this is from somebody. Some I don't know. Who, J.K. might know who this is. Is this is this, is this Clayton Beerman? J.K. Uh, defence is a shambles, midfield not protecting the defence and just give the ball away, no attack apart from that, all good. And then there's this one from somebody, he might recognise this, um, if I can actually see the whole bloody bit of it. Uh, this one sounded definitely like Clayton. It, yeah. well, no, it was Clayton, I was, I was teasing I know it was, you. I know it was, I'm um, being, I'm being yeah. It's a school playground at times, so much individual play rather than a, as a team, and you get them running into trouble and giving the ball away near their own box as a consequence. Do you recognise that, Martin? There's a lot less swearing in it, so... It's you! <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's all the initials. But there you go. I mean, uh, I mean, look, going back to Poch, uh, Martin, yeah, I mean, you know, he, of course he has to take some of the uh, the blame and, and the responsibility. We're I mean, not stupid, but, I, you know, I, I, I don't think any of us are talking about him getting the tin tack. I don't, I don't really think any of us are really that worried, but, I mean, whatever the situation is, I don't think sacking him would be the answer because it's just going to lead to more... Ca- it's going right so back is, down the road we went there? before, isn't it? Who is there as well? Well, exactly that. I mean, who who is there who I think would be better or, or more to the point right now, mad enough to come, Martin? Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I don't, even Frank, I don't think Frank would. I think he would say, no, fuck off. I've done it once. I'm not doing it again. If yeah, he had, he, he had any he... self-respect, he wouldn't. I think he, yeah, because he he got used as a vibes man last time, yeah. and he didn't know who he was. His his motivation the first time was the chance to bring the young players through, and he didn't have that the second time rounds, and he just made a a bad situation worse because any semblance of shape that was there under Potter just disintegrated. I recall I recall the Brighton game with horror, just watching and the Wolves game, the Wolves game when he. No, I I. The, the, I, I spent most of the Wolves game in the concourse drinking, so I I ignored that. But the the Brighton game where we'd come off a game in the Bernabeu where we'd lost but had moments, and then Brighton just completely outplayed us. It was it was horrendous to watch. But anyway, I digress. You're talking about Pochettino, um, and I take every point really. He has got he has got culpability. He needs to do his job better it's his job to coach these players to be better to be more organized and if he were to go i can't think of an immediate replacement that would be any better in the situation this club is currently in but i thought they were going to stick with potter until they didn't and the capriciousness of this ownership and their sensitivity to any type of criticism means that anything could happen. I'm not saying he's going to be sacked next week. I don't have any inside knowledge or anything like that, but nothing would surprise me. He could last to the end of the season. He could be sacked by fucking boxing day. I, th- these people, I think, surprises and not in a fucking good way because they panic when they're under under pressure. I agree. I mean, there's another very good reason why they shouldn't sack him, in my view. Because, as I said, this is not like it used to be. 
because when what it used to be was that we had generally a group of really good experienced players with a winning mentality so you could bring a new manager in and he could just kick him up the arse and get him going again they have they have ripped out the entire structure and fabric soul heart of this club and just put new people in and the new people in the playing staff happen to be very young and inexperienced i i cannot it's it's not going to improve things that's what i'm saying i don't i think you could bring you know, fucking Jose Mourinho, peak Jose Mourinho back, and I don't think it would improve things. Because I think <laughs> the, the problem is not the manager, the problem is, is systemic, it is the club at the moment and what they've done. So I don't think uh, that there's... I don't think there's anything we can do about it. I think we just have to... I think we have to suck this up, actually, until it turns around, and it could take a long time, as we were saying on Monday. But, you know, just stick it out and hope. I mean, see if Nkunku is decent. Get the injured players fit. Buy a proper striker. But even with all of that, I still don't really see us finishing better than mid-table at the moment, unless there's a drastic turnaround. I don't see how that's going to happen, J.K. I'm just worried that, uh, and say we lose against Everton. You know, Everton had just beaten Newcastle 3-0. Very dip- we've, we never do well at Goodison Park. Very, um, A very uh, hostile atmosphere, uh, like Newcastle, I suppose. Um, they've got to bounce back. I mean, this Chelsea team at the moment, it wouldn't surprise me if they bounce no, back. Me neither. And, and they do well. Um, because Connor will be back, and you'll have the the three midfielders. And I think I think Connor's relevance was enormous to his not playing because he he adds an energy, but it it mustn't be the headless chicken variety. It's got to be the the controlled um, aggression that we know that he's got, um, which allows um, Casido to play a little bit deeper and to control things more. I think without him, Palmer is is much more of a a creative play. He's less dynamic in the tackle, um, though he defended very well in the Brighton game when forced to come on uh, as a defender, essentially. Um, so uh, um, I, I, if, if well, I think the problem is, is if we lose to Everton and then we get a, uh, there are lots of what ifs, you know, and if we then have another couple of bad results, um, you wonder whether they'll just go, well, you know, Emery did it instantly with Villa. Uh, let's try and get someone who's available. Um, because but, but, hang the, on, JK. Emery did it at Villa with a pretty established team, not indeed, a bunch of fucking you know, kids. I, I know, but would they make that as, that as, assumption? Would they make that assessment? Because I think Good they point. thought they thought that he would come in and um, in, instantly improve. Well, then the they're team. even more fucking stupid than I thought they were. If that's the case, well, you have to. That's an it's an option, isn't it? It's 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 a possibility that they thought that'd be the case. Yeah. But let's let in the meantime. Um, uh, Maybe they you, just thought they could play four 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 all the time, and it'd be fine. <laughs> you know. They think it's a game of football manager, yeah, and that you can just plug players in on yeah. the on, and the algorithm means they perform a certain way, and the human aspect doesn't come into it. You, um, you cannot. You can bring an influx of youth in, but you cannot chuck the experience out the door at the same time. No, you can't. As Brian Clough would say, the game's played on grass, not paper. And he'd be right. Um, yeah, I mean, Martin, have you got any any thoughts on what I said about we're you know we we are stuck with this and we really have to stick by it because we I don't think there's any I can't see this changing no matter what they do. So we just have to just give it the time that it needs. And I mean, I think the point, you know, Nkunku, he may be decent. We have got players that are injured that are out. We do fucking criminally need a proper striker. You know, we do need. There are things we need to happen that might improve things. I think we're stuck with it. I don't think we should 
tolerate it though. But I'm th- I'm th- I may be thinking more of the off pitch stuff. On on the pitch, yeah, I will support them while they're playing. Of course, I will. But the off pitch developments, the piss poor attitude they've taken since they've take, taken over the club, the morons they've hired, um, the everything, the fucking wanker of a commercial director who's trying to double the price of everything needs to be held to account. And it, you know, there are people in the media who have platforms and they're not doing it. And that needs to fucking stop. All right, tell me, tell me more about this because you, you're being a bit kind of uh, deliberately vague. I feel. I'm just. I don't. This ownership should be getting fucking crucified for some of the same shit the Glazers are getting in the media. In my view, in the media, yeah, in in the media. I know they've. I believe on. So I have my suspicions about certain individuals on social media. I think there's a bit of a paid fan base out there who are coming out with all this trust the process bollocks. Yeah. It needs to be called out because. Yeah. If before long, you've highlighted earlier, this is relegation form. Yeah, yeah, so, without a doubt. You know, uh, you know, it's you know, we are looking at the potential for a fucking lost generation because it will take that. It may take that long to get back to where we were. Yeah, and deliberately saying treating mediocrity and accepting it as some sort of price to pay is absolute bullshit. Yeah, and I think some of it is, you know, because they've, you know, they put all their fucking chips on Clear Lake, so they can't admit they've made a mistake, and they can't admit when they've got it wrong, and they have got it drastically wrong. Mm. I mean, there was there's another podcast that came out. What are the three things you're concerned about? And I answered it: one, the owners; two, the people they hired; three, the people not holding one and two to account. You mean you you were on another podcast? No, it was a quote tweet. No, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> calm down, calm no, no, no. down. I was, I was about to celebrate the fact that Martin's moonlighting. I mean, Am you, I hell? Martin, I'm, you have I'm done moody. other podcasts. You have done I'm other moody. podcasts. You have done other podcasts. I know. We'll call him yeah. Martin Moonlighter. Moonlight, no, moonlighting Martin. Uh, no, 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 thank you, <laughs> J.K. You, you Martin the Moonlighter Wickham. It sounds like a darts nick. Like, like <laughs> uh, Stick it on the back of a shirt. Yeah, yeah. The great moon. You have a, you have a, picture, <laughs> yeah. of an, a picture of an ass on the yeah, back. Hanging, exactly. hanging your hole, exactly. hanging your hole out of the back of the shirt. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly, exactly what I was thinking. Um, I, I, you wonder whether this is all punching holes commercially in the uh, mm. status of the club, damaging the, the brand, mate. Yeah, damaging the brand because um, the guy I sit next to. Um, uh, he's hardly ever there because he's, he's doing business in America and he's in New York and he said the the pub that he goes to has hardly got anybody in it. He said because th- uh, they like winners and um, they don't really care who uh, um, who they support as long as the football's good. So he said the Arsenal pub is absolutely crammed uh, and it wasn't last year. It was the Chelsea, uh, well, it was the year before it was the Chelsea pub. Last year it was kind of, Half and half people weren't working what was working out was going on because they've been watching this year. He said it's him and one other person watching the games now. Is that in Legends yeah. in 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 Manhattan? Uh, I don't know. I'll ask him specifically. Yeah, I've, 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 I've had a drink in Legends before. Yeah, me too. In the summer. Yeah, this is this is a thing. Not just pubs in New York, but when they need to sell seats here, how can you sell a you know a premium football experience based on what's on the pitch? At yeah. the moment, you can't. And if it doesn't improve, it will hit them in the bottom line, both commercially, because, well, you know, you, a lot a lot of the tickets are, you know, clients visit, you know, treating your clients to a night at the football. And a lot of the, a lot of the time, that was Champions League football. 
can't do that anymore if you ain't qualifying for Europe because your domestic form's shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's a real worry, not least because of the F- FP issues as well. But, I mean, I was saying on Monday, JK, that, um, you know, we, you, well, because it was, it was me, Dan, and Mark. So, uh, no, no, it wasn't. It was, a dream team. Who, who was on on, who was on, on, uh, on Monday? It's Clayton, wasn't it? Wasn't it? No, it was Mark, wasn't it? It was Mark, because he, he came into Clayton. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you and, yeah, it was Honestly, I've got, I've got a memory like a fucking goldfish. Anyway, um, you know, obviously we've, we've, we've watched football a long, long time. So what was on, on the back of my mind, and the others to a degree, was that there is this horrible thing in English football, which is the cyclical nature of it. And Arsenal have not won a Premier League for 20 years. Man United went an incredibly long time in the doldrums before they were generally tra- uh, uh, challenging. Liverpool had done the same thing from the 90s to when Cop turned up. Um, City, you could say the same, but even longer. I mean, they were a bit like us and, and, and success. They had years of, of being out of the frame. So there's there's a back of my mind is that if this goes horribly wrong, then, you know, we could spend... Well, I, I, I don't know where we might be, but... It could be say twenty years before we won a, a, a Champions League or, or a Premier League title again. This is this is the serious seriousness the lost, of this. It's the lost generation I talked about. Exactly both, what you were, that's what both, made me think about it. Yeah, both both teams and fans. Yeah. I've, I'll admit I've been fucking spoiled. Yeah, a lot of people coming up coming up now and going to their first games. They could be watching a lot of fucking shite mm-hmm. and be listening to us old bastards wanging on about the, the good old days. Yeah, um, it's not. I'm not, I'm not so sure I've ever, I've ever wanged, Martin. I'm not sure. Yeah, not. wanging on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, I, I always thought I'd, I'd always had you down as a bit of a wanger, mate. You reckon? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. whatever. Now, as I'm an idiot, and I forgot to say this at the beginning, I shall say this at the end of part one, which was, as ever, don't forget you can listen to the show live every. Live. Thank you. Monday and Friday at seven thirty p.m. by going to Mixler, which is Chelsea hyphen fancast.mixlr.com and uh, you can join in the chat whilst you're listening live there's loads of lovely people in there they're having a great time ranting at the moment asking lots of questions <laughs> i've just seen <laughs> typically mark is in there as, as i mentioned on monday that you quite often will find mark in there in mixler if he's not on the show and he's just said this is to me he says yes it was keep up <laughs> i think that's to me yeah, I'm sorry I forgot you were on, Mark. How, how remiss of you. Mark will be on on Monday, funnily enough, because he's actually scheduled to be on Monday. I hope he's remembered. Anyway, yeah, it's great fun in Mixler. A lot of really good people. Um, and uh, you can follow us on all the socials at Chelsea Fancast. Listen and subscribe on Acast, Spotify, Apple, and all good podcast platforms. And make sure you leave us a lovely five-star review. And as I mentioned, uh, Mixler, it's also worth mentioning Patreon, I think, because uh, we do have a Patreon site where you can throw money at us. Uh, or anything you like, really, but preferably money. Um not coins, they hurt. Not knickers either. We're not Tom Jones. Okay, so leave it out. Stop sending the knickers in, people. I mean it this time. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lovely way to support us if you should want to. I don't mind whether you do or don't. I love you all equally, so don't worry about that. Uh, but the thing about it is, is if you do sign up, um, there is a Discord group. And uh, it's it's basically like Mixler, but 24-7. The same people tend to be in, in Discord as are on the Mixler uh, Mixler page uh, so there's a lot of chat going all the time and it's great fun lovely people generally uh, gen- generally 
generally respectful but hey we're all passionate so people lose their shit occasionally but it doesn't linger and fester like it does on twitter and the other thing about it is you will get if you want one uh, a kerry dixon mini banner a replica of the one that hangs up in the matthew harding end so there we go go to patreon.com forward slash chelsea fancast and it will be done right we're gonna have a quick break and then we'll be back with the opposition view Cheech. jk in all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft, inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep. NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Ah, but yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you, thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy, I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Fans, real I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to Chidge and the Boys on the Chelsea Football Fancast. Total nutters and proper Chels. Welcome back. I'm Stanford Chidge. This, of course, is the Chelsea Fancast, the Friday night preview show, and I am joined as ever by Jonathan Kidd. Hello. And the absolutely brilliant Martin Wickham. Evening. Lovely stuff. Now, it is time for this. The Opposition View. A lovely, very warm welcome back to Mr. Dave Vitti. How are you, mate? Lovely to see you. I'm very good, thank you. Lovely to see you too. It's been a while. It has, it has. I think we saw you last season, didn't we? Uh, i tell you when it was. It was, yeah, it was the end of April 2022 when we last spoke, if yeah. I remember rightly. Yeah. And you it were was wor- a Friday night ahead of, yeah. ahead of our meeting at the weekend. That's right. And, and I think you were worried about being relegated. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> nothing much changes, does it? <laughs> true, true. I mean, uh, I was I was about to say, you know, at least those days are behind us. You know, at least I don't I don't have sleepless nights about relegation anymore because obviously 
things are much better now. Well, um, I mean, the irony being though, kids, that actually, you know, things have been better of late from a playing perspective, and obviously yeah. the ten points have put us into a different predicament. I so. know. I mean, I mean, you know, frankly, that's unbelievable. I mean, if, if you if you hadn't had those ten points deducted, and let's say you win uh, tonight, then you would be mm. above. You would have been above us in the table. So, I mean, that's how how horrible it is. I think. Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it, it's a completely different complexion on things for us. Um, but it's happened. And, uh, you know, I'm asked this a lot in terms of people say, do you think you're going to get the points back? And honestly, no, I don't. No. You know, I, I hope that we do. I hope that we get something back. But in my own mind, I'm of the opinion that we won't. And I'd rather be in that situation whereby those 10 points have gone for me. And we have to, you know, we have to get on with the rest of the season and what will be will be. Yeah. Um, and anything better than that will be a bonus. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about it? Do you think it's it's very unfair? I do, yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's overly harsh. Mm. Um, yes, um, you know, Everton were found guilty of um of not adhering to the guidelines concerning financial fair play. Um, and there was talk of sanctions, but genuinely, when when that when that um, announcement was made, it was it'll be three weeks tomorrow. Well, the, the time of recording, by the way, for those that are watching, I'm not sure when this goes out. But this is currently Thursday night. We're we're halfway through the Everton Newcastle game. This nil, is half time. Little little breather. Nil nil. Although should be up because Dominic Calvert Lewin just just missed a sitter in front of goal. But anyway. Um, when that when that result uh, when the um, when the judgment came out three weeks ago tomorrow, um, I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, you know, I mean, there are certain people that were expecting it, but genuinely, I was shell shocked when I, I saw that flash up on the BBC Sport um, app on my phone. And um, and yeah, you know, spent a week sort of waking up thinking, was it some kind of weird dream, and then realised that it wasn't, and it was actual reality um and um you know have sort of come to terms with it now but i do think it was overly overly harsh yeah. um considering you know how i mean we were over it by 19 and a half million which don't get me wrong is still an absurd amount of money but in today's football market 19 and a half million isn't a huge amount really and then to slap us with 10 points i yeah. thought was was harsh well i i i couldn't agree more mate i really couldn't and I, I, I think you're being singled out. You're being made an example of, and I think they're doing it because they know they can get away with it. I mean, I know, I know, I know, I know we're in, in you know, we're going to be in trouble. City, 115. You know, I, I think that we're being protected by the fact that if they hammered us, there's a, I mean, you know, the first thing I thought of was if they hammered City and they hammered us and they relegated us, yeah. say, we just, excuse my French, fuck off and create the European Super League and they can't afford that Absolutely. to happen. You know, so no, I think no, it's no, disgraceful this, this, what they're doing to you. I really do. No, I was, well, listen, thank you. And, 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 you know, there has been, you know, the one thing that's been quite pleasing out of all of this is that there has been, um, you know, a lot of support that I've, I've seen and I've read on social media and on various different news sites from other football fans of other clubs who have sort of gone, do you know what? I think it's outrageous what they've done. And so there's been, there's been quite a lot of solidarity there within football, which is nice. Um, you know, but I think you're right. I think they they've decided that they're going to make an example out of us because they know that we don't have the financial resources to to fight back realistically. 
Um, and also, we're not one of those clubs that can hold them to ransom yeah. because, you know, unfortunately, uh, the Premier League knows that they could have the Premier League without Everton Football Club and they know that and we know that. And that's why why they've gone the route that they have done. But listen, let's just see what happens. I mean, I think, and, and this isn't, you know, bear in mind, this is a Chelsea podcast, this isn't in any way kind of like, right, well, you know, we don't want anybody else to suffer either, but we just want it to be fair. No, and, right. and and obviously, if this is if this is the ruling that they've um, they've decided upon, and these are the parameters that they're going to stick by, then, well, let's just see what happens in the next couple of years yeah. in terms of other clubs have been investigated. And by the way, and it won't just be Chelsea, and it won't just be Manchester United. Oh, no, well, other Spurs, well. you know, they're already in the throat. Absolutely. I mean, well, I mean, when you think about it, Chidge, it's difficult to imagine any clubs that, that would be completely squeaky yeah. clean in this modern world, you know? I think the thing that really upsets me and annoys me is that, as always, it's the supporters that suffer. That's 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 what happens. It's not the clubs. It's yeah. the it's the supporters, and that's what gr- grinds my gears about this. But there you go. Um, I totally agree. And and also, sorry, Chidge, when you think about it, you know, in terms of that statement about the fact that the Premier League has said before that they didn't want to punish supporters, that's what they said with, with regards to, you know, the the breakaway the breakaway group. Yeah. You know, who were then sort of slapped with some bullshit kind of like you know nominal fine. And they said that you know they didn't want to they didn't want to punish the supporters, and then that's exactly what they have done yeah, with us. So I totally know, agree. Listen, let's talk about the football. Um, you got Sean Dyche in charge, I, who, as you know, I've got a soft spot for old Dyche. I mean, how's he doing for you guys? I mean, I think that the consensus would be that actually he's doing pretty well, and it's actually the ten point deduction that scuppered it. But basically, he's got you playing quite well, hasn't he? I'd agree. I think he's he's you know listen we've we've had a, our ups and downs in terms of the time that 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 Sean Dyche has been there, but certainly of late, um, you know we we had a you know we had a we had a, a tough start to the season, um, you know we weren't scoring at all, um, but actually we we've, we've got ourselves a bit of rhythm and we've got ourselves a bit of form, um, and prior to the ten point deduction, you know well, actually, to be fair, I mean even even post the ten point deduction, we're actually playing much better football now than we were before. Um, and that's the that's the thing that's quite galling about about the whole situation is the fact that if it weren't for the ten point deduction, then we'd be we we'd be we'd be fine. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, I personally think that we will be okay this season. I think that we will. I think we will stay up, provided there are, there aren't further sanctions, which have also been been mentioned. But I think we'll be okay. But no, I think Sean's doing a good job, and I think given the predicament that we find ourselves in now. I think he's exactly the sort of yeah. manager that you want to be leading us out of this this situation, and that's not in any way disrespectful of him. Um, but I think he's exactly the right man to actually galvanise that squad and that dressing room and actually pull them all together and fight. And that's what it's all about. You know, we have one we have one goal this season, and that's to avoid relegation. And quite frankly, anything else on top of that is a bonus. Yeah, I mean, particularly given what's happened. Um, so who's who's been key for you, player wise, this season? Player wise for us this season, do you know who I've really liked this season is Jack Harrison. Mm. I think Jack Harrison has made a real difference to us. You know, he's a really clever, a really clever winger and, and he's been playing some really good balls and you know he's got he's 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 provided some service service for Dominic Calvert Lewin, which you know he he hasn't had much of of late. He's been important. Um James Garner has been great as well. You know, he was man of the match at uh, against Forest at the weekend. He's been important for us. Um, 
but you know again in terms of where we find ourselves people like Tarkowski at the back has been an absolute warrior and the first name on the team sheet for me in this kind of situation he's given everything and he, he still does he's doing it again tonight um, you know so there have been some big big performances decore has been, been immense as well for us recently and Pickford of course always you know is you know He's he's worth so many points to us over the course of a season in terms of some of the amazing saves that he pulls off. So, you know, there's been some been some good performances all around and some some key things. And and I think we're not in bad shape actually as a squad. You know, we're not we're certainly not in any way the finished article, and we're not going to be sort of troubling the the top six anytime soon. But we're not in bad shape, I don't think. Oh, good. Now, um, Chelsea supporters would you know quite often agree i think that the at the yeah. goodison park is a sort of a bogey ground for us and in fact we've lost mm. nine of our last 14 at goodison park and i don't think there's many mm. grounds we could say that about even though we're unbelievably shit at the moment um, and in fact we were unbelievably shit last night at old trafford so given all of that I are you that. are you quite confident about uh, sunday <clears throat> I think the funny thing with, with Chelsea at the moment is that you just don't know which Chelsea's going to turn up. <laughs> They're schizophrenic, you know, they really are. Yeah. It's, it's totally schizophrenic, and, and that's the thing. It's very difficult to gauge, you know, because good Chelsea could turn up and they could actually, you know, teach us a footballing lesson. But then, you know, some of your performances of late have been have been average at best. And as I say, I saw the highlights of the game mm. uh, last night um, and... You know, I mean, yeah, Cole Palmer took his goal really well, but um, I mean, I mean, in many ways, actually, the, the scoreline flattered you. I thought, you yeah. know, I mean, United could have had a lot more. Um, so, yeah, who knows? I mean, um, I put it this way: I don't fear, I don't fear Chelsea on Sunday. If 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 that's a, a way of, of displaying my mood, and I don't mean that in any sort of arrogant way, but. Um, I certainly don't. I don't fear it. I think that there's potentially points there for us, um, and we go toe to toe. And I think that if we play the way that we have been, then we're, we're a match for anybody at home. So, mm. yeah, I, I I think that's a good point. You know, and I think this is half of our problem, and it has been for the last few seasons. People don't fear us anymore, and I think we used yeah. to have this thing where people were worried about playing Chelsea. I don't think they are anymore, and I don't think that's helping. Uh, that said, how do you think it's going to go? And give us a prediction. Listen, I'd be happy with a draw, to be honest with you. I know that's a bit of a cop-out and a bit of a sitting, sit on the fence, mm. but I'd, I'd be happy with a, a hard-fought draw. Mm. Um, you know, so nominally, let's say one each. Yeah. I mean, we drew last time, didn't we? I, be- you know? I believe... <clears throat> I be- We've drawn, drawn tw- uh, twice, I think, out of the last four meetings, haven't we? Two draws... You've won one. We've we've won one. Yeah, there have been I a few. Yeah, me right. yeah. I mean, it was two all last. Well, two all at our place. Actually, we we beat you one nil. You beat us one nil. The one before that was you... a draw because that was the one that Brant scored. The December one. Yeah. Now um, in the league, in the league, we, you we, we... now in the league, you beat us one nil. Last time okay. up there. Yeah. So uh, you know, but it's uh, do you know what, Dave? I would settle for a draw. I really would at the moment. I mean, it was so awful last night, and you, you, we just need to. We say you were right. It's one. We win one game, we look great, and the next game we look absolutely shocking. So hey, we may turn up on Sunday, but I'm not not hopeful. This this, this is it, you know. And um, yeah, it's 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 very difficult to. I mean, what are your as a as a? I mean, this is perhaps something that you've discussed at length week in week out. 
but you know from an outsider's point of view what's your what's your take on Poch at the minute you know well, I, I like him. I think he's a good manager. And frankly, I think he, at the time, he was the best we could get, given that he had Premier League experience. He's managed big clubs. He's managed big players. Um, I just think the club is just... It's, it's, like, it's like it's been gutted from the inside out. I mean, it is. this is no longer the Chelsea Football Club of the last 20 years. This is no longer the football club of Roman Abramovich. They've torn it all up and started again. And they seem to have this idea that they can do it their way, which is by you know, buying very young, apparently talented players for a lot of money on long contracts. It's, it's like they're playing FIFA for real. And it's clearly not yeah. working at the moment. It may work in time, but it's never worked before. And a lot of the supporters are pretty pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah, I can totally. imagine. Well, you, you know, you, you, you find yourself, and you have done of late, you find yourself in a situation that, you know, you 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 shouldn't be in, and you're not you're not used to in recent times. Well, you, you know, know the, that must be swallow. The time of the sanctions, we'd just won the Club World Cup or whatever they call it, and you know, we'd won the UEFA Super Cup in the summer before. We got to the League and FA Cup finals and, and lost them by a gnat's cock to Liverpool, and we got in the top mm-hmm. four. I mean, you know, that's where we were when the sanctions came in. So look what's happened since. And you have to ask yourself yeah, why, yeah. you know. So there we go. What comes around goes around, Dave, I think. That's one way of putting it. Indeed, indeed, indeed. You know, Very mate, apt in, in... I, I do wish you kind of, I, I kind of do and I don't wish you luck for Sunday, if you know what I mean. But, I, I you know, I hope, I hope, you know, particularly given what's happened with the, uh, um, you know, with the Premier League deducting you points, I really do wish you the best for the season, I have to say. Um, obviously not on Sunday, but uh, for the rest of the season, yes. Wish- no, listen. That's absolutely fair enough because you know you 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 don't ever want to sort of bet against your own side. But um, no, listen. I, I I hope that's true, and I, I to an extent I feel that that is largely true in terms of football fans because I think that there's a bit of a story now with us, and I think that provided we're not playing, you know, your club, whoever that person mm. is. I think that for the most part, there is a sort of feeling of, do you know what, right, go for it, you know, show them Everton and see if you can get out of it. And um, I think there will be a lot of people sort of behind us. And, and if, if it's a neutral fixture, I think that people will want to see us get out of it, if, if nothing else, just to stick two fingers up at the Premier League. Oh, yes. I think we can all agree on that one. Dave, you've been nothing short of fantastic, as always. Lovely to see you again. I'm now going to let you get back to the football. I'm going to go and see how the next 45 minutes fares. And obviously, my opinion on Sunday may differ completely depending on what happens uh, in the next <laughs> half. But listen, Chish, thanks for having us on. It's a pleasure to see you, mate, as always. And uh, God bless and all the best for the rest of the season. Brilliant. Yeah, you too, mate. Take care. Lovely stuff. Absolutely brilliant. Really loved that. The, the absolutely fantastic Dave Vitti, long-time friend of mine, jolly good bloke and a proper Everton fan. Brilliant to have him on board again hopefully we'll see him again uh, you know towards the end of the season now uh, we've got our own preview coming up in part three and we will back, be back with you in a minute real fans real opinions I'm Jason Cundy and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast proper Chelsea Football Fancast Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast. I'm, of course, Stanford Chidge, and I'm joined, as always, by Jonathan Kidd. Hello. And the fantastic Martin Wickham. 
Hello. There we go. I do enjoy. Uh, it was quite interesting talking to Dave. Actually, a lot, lot to say about the uh, the FFP thing, which uh, I, which is something we might have to endure at some stage in the future. Before I, I go about, will they our... find enough points to take off us? Well, no, we could be playing. Well, maybe we'll be playing in uh... fucking minus twenty. Well, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll basically by that time we'll be in Southern League Division Two, and we they'll buy the the Winchester City ground. I can I'll be in my dotage then probably on a zimmer frame and i'll be able to get down there via the odd pub or two so maybe it won't be all bad but there you go will um, the winchester city ground be turned into the uh, the stadium of our dreams you know will it be a seventy thousand? mate stadium? this is winchester they'd never get planning permission oh that's true actually yeah. winchester city have just got planning permission for a new i think it must must be one of these what, 3g pitches new fridge. New no fridge. a new pitch no pitch, okay. And maybe yeah. some uh, new uh, st- uh, stands as well. Actually, I think they've they've. Got, if yeah. they if they uh, made it all in a basement and just built down, perhaps they would get planning permission. If they did that here, J.K., they would get very wet. Yes, true, because all the uh, all the the river would come up. Well, because the Winchester up. City pitch is literally it, it's it's in the floodplain of the River Itchen. Right, right, right. So that's why it gets waterlogged, which is why they want a three G pitch. So there you go. Now, um, talking of pitches, uh, of course, uh, you should be now thinking about going out and buying a Chelsea pitch owner's share. See what I did there, JK? Clever, clever. I thought you would. I thought you would. Yeah. I mean, basically, it means you uh, will own a share of the freehold of the stadium and, of course, the pitch. uh, And it protects it from being sold or being pulled out from under our, our feet if we don't like it. I mean, basically, the, 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 the salient point is, is that particularly at a time when the future of... Uh, Stamford Bridge and the stadium will it be rebuilt there will it be moved somewhere else while this is all in the firmament what this what owning a share will do is it will give you a say in what happens it will give you a voice and that is the most important thing you can't ask for much more than that to be involved and engaged in the argument to have an actual say in it now shares are priced between 110 quid for an electronic share up to 173 quid for a frame share signed by Chelsea player just go to the chelseafc.com website and search for Chelsea pitch owners and you will you will find one uh and the other thing, of course, is uh, oh, actually this is a, per- a pertinent reminder because, of course, when I put this show to bed tonight, I'm then going to have to go and write an article for CFC UK. So there'll be a new one out soon. Um, and, of course, you can get your own copy if you go to the match. You can get it on the uh, the stall outside of uh, or opposite Fulham Broadway um, or just go and listen to people going, hurry up, it's only a pound, and then you'll find one. And uh, you can get a copy of everybody's favourite fanzine. Um if you can't get to the match, you can still get it. You can subscribe. And if you do that by emailing fanzine at cfcuk.net, uh, you can subscribe for a year in the UK. It'll cost you 20 quid, Europe 45 quid, rest of the world 60 quid. Or you can get it emailed to you rather than having a hard copy. And if you want a year subscription, that's six quid or a quid a copy. And you can pay all that via PayPal. Right. Sorry, forgot to do that earlier as well. I'm not very organised tonight. Uh, now, finally, at oh, long like last... I'd like to complain. I would like you, to register a complaint. A complaint. You haven't given me any adjectives you've, when you've said, well, um, and here on the show is Jonathan Kidd. I'm out. And the excellent Martin Wickham. And the, here's Jonathan Kidd. And the, the superb, okay. terrific Martin You Wickham. are so am bloody thin skinned, aren't you? Am I, am I in your bad books? No. I'm just tired. And I forgot. Okay. Tired of life. Tired and I'm of trying life. to do the show remembering yeah. that I've got a cut in. You know the opposition view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My life is complicated, J.K. Hey, hey, I get it. I get it. Yeah, good. Anyway, anyway, yeah. right. It's time for uh, our preview, isn't it? And of course, oh, I know what it's time for. It's your it's J.K.'s presser roundup. Can I just say that it would have been preferable if this had been at the beginning, 
because it would have had relevance to uh, the game and what he was saying. Think of it. Have... Think of it as a reprise. Okay. That's it. Yeah. It's it's um it's greatest hits, but in a sense, it's too soon because they're not hits. They're sort of greatest failures. Um, he started off by saying that um, uh, he was asked a question about Nkunku, which you, they leapt in in the press conference, and it, it, it sort of revealed that um, he said we're going to kind of do our best to force him to get back into the side. In other words, fast track him. They were saying, which I felt was, you know, is a, an opportunity to, for him to get injured before he's even started uh, playing for us again. But um, whether that is something that he's been told by the board to do. An interesting thing happened the other day. Um, uh, one of the other guys who sits next to me on the other side said that he was chatting to a steward who said that uh, Pochettino wanted them all to come in after the Newcastle game on the Sunday for extra training. And it was vetoed by the board. Which I found really Seriously? interesting. Absolutely Who serious. said that? Um, uh, Gary, who I sit next to the other side, said he, he's, he was speaking to somebody at the club. Who's, one of the stewards said that this was the case. Now, this could be bollocks because it's a steward, but um, he said if that was the case... We're it's fucked. Slightly, We're toast. Yeah, We're we're fucked. absolutely fucked. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I, I put that out there as something that came from a, a very reliable source. Um, but anyway... Um, um, Poch said he was going to try, they were going to force, and whether that's once again come from above, whether they've said you must try and get Nkunku into the side as soon as possible because this is all falling apart and he might be our our um, our panacea for everything. He might be the, uh, uh, you know, a source of competence, but the pressure on Nkunku is unbelievable for him to perform and I don't think it's fair, but we'll the, see. The, the alternative is that he's nowhere near fit and that they keep holding out the hope that he might be involved as some yeah, sort, yeah, they might, dead, yeah, as some sort been, of dead cat. Which... It's been happening the last few weeks. That's been happening because he actually said three games ago, and Kunku's ready. And the, and he said, he, we'll probably see him on the bench. He wasn't on the bench. Then at the next press conference, he was asked, he said, no, he's not He's not um, fit yet. So you go, what, what happened in that period then? Did something happen? Did his fitness fail? What Did the, did the injury disappear? I know in the same way that Lavia was supposedly back to fitness and then got another injury. You know yeah. what, what you what, then you then wonder what is going on. Um, but anyway, he 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 did that thing of saying, uh, asked about Everton. He said, "Well, they they were motivated after Newcastle, and they're very tough." And I thought this is Potter all over again. Um, and he's not, uh, he's not um, wrong though. It, I mean, he isn't wrong. No, you're right. He's not. That's fair enough. It's fair enough. He said it's all difficult there when he's played him. He, he, later on in the in the uh, in the press conference, he said that they were a very aggressive side because they were like their manager. And uh, um, what ginger and angry looking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In your I've, face! I've, I've got a ginger brother. I'm allowed to take the piss. I like, I like Sean <laughs> Dyche. I love it. I'm a big fan of Sean Dyche. I got to um, say about the Man United game. He said um, uh, something bizarre because first of all, he said we could not match their energy. Well, fucking hell, you know, no shit, Sherlock. That was so absolutely obvious that you couldn't match anything. Um, and but then he said the bizarre thing: we created chances. All right, we did in the first half; didn't put them away, and we had a good start to the second half. Well, I'm afraid I didn't see any of that at all. So, there was uh, one good cross, uh, and that was about it. That was about it. Yeah, yeah. And so he was asked a question of um, uh, um, consistency: how do you improve it? And um, uh, he just said he sort of waffled a bit and said you've got to find a good balance. It's holistic, um, uh, and it's a challenge. I kept saying it's a challenge. You've got to uh, uh, every team uh, the uh, the the ever the team has to settle. 
uh, uh, I didn't quite understand what that meant, actually. Um, well, he's not picked the uh, same. He's not picked the same back four for the last god knows how many games, and then we wonder why they can't fucking defend as a unit. Agreed, and that's down to yeah, injuries. I suppose so. Yeah, it's not helped. Yeah, yeah. It, but I mean, why was bad? Just... Why was bad the Ashiel out after being reasonably yeah, okay? After, after being quite good, I absolutely agree. Mm. Well, perhaps it's because he wanted to have a, a full back in, so it was Cucurella. Um and the, he didn't want to play. Uh, he wanted to play Desazi. Uh, I don't know. I felt Desazi got. He seemed to be the last person. The poor he was, chap. He struggled every, a bit. Yeah, he, struggled, he did struggle. He struggled. The ball kept going. I mean, without without pushing. without you know redoing part one here, I yeah, I, yeah, I, I would yeah. I would add that I think one of the reasons why the defence suffered so badly against United was because the fucking midfield was non-existent and yes, got, they yes, gave yes. him no protection. Yes. Well, I'll, I'll I'll try to skip the game and then to go into other things he was asked. Um, uh, he was asked, "Is it a harder job than you thought it would be?" And he said. No, 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 no. Oh, for sure. <laughs> was he hedging his bets? <laughs> I, think, I think he was. was he, doing the, he was doing the Argentinian version of the Vicar of Dibley. Yes, 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 yes. No. <laughs> look, look, he said, we knew it would be tough. But he said, um, we are, and he was asked, when, when, it, when will we be making a challenge? And he said, um, we will be making a challenge for sure in the future. Twenty twenty eight. And I thought, God, he's waffling again, isn't it? Um, well, he's getting uh, asked questions. He can't really. He's not going to be able to fucking answer. I mean, if you think if you then get asked, what should he do? It when should it be? Do you have any idea? And he said, give them time. You've got to make them feel they belong. And um, some aren't improving. You cannot improve um, till you belong. He said, okay. And he, um, and I think and maybe said, they I need sixteen. They maybe they need sixteen-year contracts, not eight-year oh, contracts. God. He said, I think they are improving, but young players need to be comfortable. Yeah. And uh, um, we, if we don't win, it's Chelsea. If we don't win, we feel the pressure. Yeah. But we will arrive. He said, we will arrive. Do you know for... how you make young players comfortable? Have some fucking experienced players to yeah, guide them through me. the games. Yeah. Okay. yeah, but by the time by the time this happens, they will be experienced. Yeah. They'll all be yeah, but they'll, they'll all be fucking pulling their hair out. They, like, yeah, yeah. they'll all be in the third division. But the exact, we will. Exactly. He said we will arrive. He said. Then he said. And the chap said when, and he went four months, six months, one year. And I thought, God, this has really been the hedging your bets press conference because you really don't know. You can't make it. It's all up in the air. All of this. He can't make. He can't work it out. But I do find it, he's becoming very obvious to me that he finds it, um, he's finding it difficult for the consistency. He's finding it difficult to make, to do what he's supposed to have been employed to do, which was to make them good enough as quickly as possible. I think, JK, I think he makes, I think he makes an excellent point there, actually, fair play to him, because he's right. Um, You know, kids need you know they need confidence they need a bit of love they need somebody to be backing them 100% and i'm sure he i'm very convinced that he is the man to do that but they're trying to do that at chelsea in in a in a goldfish bowl where every single mistake of theirs is highlighted where the minute they do something stupid everybody's on their back the press are we are everybody is it's it, it i mean the the magnitude of this club puts them so in the spotlight so that is a very, very difficult place to grow up and start and make mistakes. I think he makes an excellent point there. Martin? Does it also make it all the more stupid that they d- 
decided to take the nervous system out of the club that could help and support them in that. Both I've talked course. about on the pitch just now, but you know the the likes of Petr Cech been around yeah, though, yeah. lad. The guys like Makaleli, yeah. Newton that they were yeah. there to yeah. you know totally. liaise with loan yeah. players, yeah, and they've totally. all gone. Yeah. Fucking Petr Cech's playing ice hockey in Belfast for goodness yeah. sake. Yeah. And that you know they do they need all of what you said, but the support system has been removed. Yeah. And then they wonder why they're struggling. Yeah, and that's a really good point as well. Sorry, JK, but I thought that needed to be said. I almost come to the end of it. He talked about um, uh, we need to be in a... In a it, the, the fact that they were playing in adversity would unify everyone and make them stronger, which is once again a bit of a cliche. Um, and he was asked about the booing and he said, um, uh, fans uh, need patience, but you can't blame them. It's normal. Yeah, he's, he's, it's also know. fucking freezing cold in Manchester on a Wednesday night in December. Yeah. And also, you're around. You're being given the finger and V signs by everybody. Um, yeah. In fairness, I wouldn't have stayed long enough to boo. I'd have fucked off in about eighty-five minutes. Yeah. I mean, he, he, you know, it's funny. I know. I know. I sometimes. I mean, actually, I did listen to it, but I, I kind of tuned out because I just got. I just finished with loads of clients, so I was decompressing. Um, but but actually, I think every pretty much everything he said in there is bang on. I think he's been incredibly honest about that. Actually, I have to say, and I don't think he was simply obfuscating. Um, Martin's right. I don't think there are you know there are there were a few questions in there he could actually answer directly and no. But I think he made some excellent points. Well done, Poch. I like that. Well done, J.K. for relaying it to us. There you go. J.K. watches the presses, so we don't have to. I love him for that. Um, Yes, probably. You know, you know, you know what would make me watch the presses? What? If Pochettino was allowed to deploy a cattle prod to any journalist who <laughs> asked a repetitious or stupid question. <laughs> no, it should be like um, it should be like Wayne's World. They should all be sitting in those chairs that if they answer if they ask a stupid question, the chair collapses and they get fed to a load of sharks. I prefer the cattle prod okay. just to see. <laughs> Only if it was to the gonads, stomach or gonads, okay. either. All or right, either. fair enough. Right. Um, Time for my team selection. JK's favourite minute in uh, moment in the show. Yes, he, I, he, he he was almost excited on cue. There, it was pretty good. Right, here we go. We had them in white the other day with Dean Mead. So I same. gather. So I gather. Yeah, I was confused. You I were. Lead, lead. I, I know this because I listened to the show. Something I never do. Uh, I listened to it on the drive up on Sunday before the Brighton match. Was did we play them on Sunday? We did, didn't we? Yeah, I listened to it on the drive up. I thought it was a very good show. You were all, you all did very well. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Mr. Grace. Yes, indeed. Uh, right, okay. Everton versus Chelsea. My back four, you will be possibly surprised by this, but I have a reason. Colwell, Silver, Sanchez, Dizazi, James. The midfield of Caicedo, Moises, Fernandez, and Gallagher. Uh, and the up front, Sterling and Palmer. Sterling back out on the left, Palmer back on the right. So basically Gallagher comes in for Mudrick, which I'm not sorry to see. But up front, I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again, it is time to fucking give Broya a start, because we need to be playing with 11 men, not 10. And I've got a new name for Jackson. He is no longer Action Jackson or Inaction Jackson. I'm now going to call him Janet fucking Jackson. Because if you remember oh, that penalty she took in, if you remember that penalty she took in the World Cup, he's got That's about Diana as much. Ross. Oh well, it's That's close. Not... You fucked it. That's Diana Ross. Damn it! <laughs> she, didn't she do something as well though? I'm sure she. Yeah, did she something. got she got a tear out of the suit. Oh, she got a nipple no, no, out, no, no. didn't she? No, 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 no. She didn't get it out. Justin Bieber got it out for Timberlake. 
Timberlake, I'm sorry. Justin we are Timberlake. as bad as each other. We're like a combined... Justin Bieber would have been about five when that know, Super Bowl performance. Sorry. We're sorry, like yeah, a yeah, yeah. combined Justin Timberlake Pickles, got it out for her, but yeah. she had a star on it anyway, on the nipple. So it was a deliberate act. I think you'll find it definitely was. It was part yeah. of the act, dear. Part yeah, of the act, darling. Janet, I think Janet Jackson is fantastic. Okay. Well, and and it, did lead, it did lead to one of my favourite Chris Rock routines where he's going on about a titty at the Super Bowl. <laughs> what the fuck's a titty at the Super Bowl doing there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Why do you why do you like it, Jake? I like that you like it. Like what? Janet like, Jackson. Janet Jackson. Oh, because it seems to sum him up for me. Yeah. Except that, is it no it's slightly it's I'm it being slightly misogynist though, aren't I if I call him that? I can't really do that. Well nowadays in these days of uh, you know, having to be uh be PC, you know, it's, it's... We, we could we could call him Jigsaw. We could, yeah, we could. Kevin we Nolan could. was called Jigsaw. Well, because he went to pieces in the box. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's fucking Nicholas Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Jigsaw Jackson. Jigsaw Jackson. Now that's not bad, Martin. That's good. I like that. I, I don't know. I'm still quite a fan of inaction, Jackson. Actually, that 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 works on all fronts. Anyway, so no Jackson. I'm putting Brozier in because I think I would have started him on on Wednesday. We need to see. We need to see if he can fucking do the job. Either he, either we're not going to find out of him sitting on the bench or coming on with ten minutes. He cannot. He cannot be worse than Jackson. He cannot be worse than Jackson. Well, up against the like Tarkovsky and is it Branthwaite, Everton, big two big lumps yeah, at the back. That was the other thing. Bro- Brozier's yeah. got a more physical presence. Bang on. And like you say, the only way you can learn is yeah. to play. And Albania have qualified for yeah. the Euros. Brozier's going to want to get in that yeah. team. And also, so, he's had more Premier League experience than Jackson. He oh needs, yeah, if you if you if you count the loan, yeah, I do count the loan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. So yeah, that makes sense. He, he needs to get his act together, though, Roger, because he's the few deep. Who who doesn't? <laughs> Indeed, but I don't think we've was, seen enough. Came mate. Out against Brighton, he made no. He just ran around like a headless. But chicken he, I I think that's my point. I, I don't think we've been able to see enough, and I don't think you can really say ten minutes coming on at the end is enough. It's hard to get into games sometimes. And some players find it easier to get into the game than others. Let's see him start. Let's see him if we can do it. Because you're I mean, being, you're being very sympathetic in a way that I'm an understanding in a way that I think is, I don't get why you, if you've got 10 minutes, you should really. No, I, I know. Some players adapt to situations. You know, you watched it. Yeah, they do. But he... Some players adapt to situations mid-game better than others. Yeah. There are always players that were better substitutes yeah. than starters. It works the other way around as well. Oli yeah, Gunnar Solskjaer being the classic example. Sorry, David... Andre Flo. Andre Flo. David Fairclough, for those of us old enough to remember. So, David Fairclough. David, yeah. was pre-war. Well, he was the he? original super sub, wasn't he? But, he was the original super um, sub. But he, I mean, was, he, was, he was a ginger too, wasn't he? He was a ginger. But look, yeah. I mean, the other thing about having him start... I mean, Martin's spot on about that, by the way. I was thinking that too, actually, that, that we're going to be playing against big lumps and we need a bit of muscle and presence up there. Is there any any centre-half that isn't a big lump in the Premier League? Not really, not, not really. But I think, I think particularly Everton and the way Dyche play. Uh, I, I would be somebody who's got a presence rather than having Sterling and uh, um, uh, and Jackson as the two out. Well, exactly. No, that's exactly my point. The other thing about it, as I said, is that you know, okay, I know Jackson's our top scorer and everything, but he's flattered to deceive for most of the season. Uh, to be fair to him, it may not be his position, and he's doing a job for the team. Where have we heard that before? But you know, let's say, I mean, you know. If Jackson was to get injured or suspended, you know, if you if you got Brozier there and he's played a few games and done all right, you've got him as an option rather than going. Oh, we'll have to play Sterling up front then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just fucking madness. I don't understand why he's not done it, and I don't understand why he persists with Jackson. 
fuck's sake i had no idea but anyway no i would i would give broad broger a go actually i think you're absolutely right anyway that would be my star at an 11 so there you go um right everton saturday now my first uh, can, I, can, I, can i can i oh no i was going to say something else um can i make a comment about the team yes. as well yes you can can, can i just say this first because this is what i meant okay, to say yeah. gallagher back thank fuck uh eight still absent injured the rest absent-minded oh chidge once again you are so, it was so worth unfun. the wait wasn't it hey I, i'd like to wait even longer now actually no, you can't. I'm, I'm done that's it yeah. so, okay no just for the to let it sink in you know <laughs> uh, thank you. Good. Uh, um, uh, as I was saying, uh, I'm not. I'm not very fond of Colwell at the moment. I think he needs to up his game and stop chopping people down and just generally be a bit more. I'm worried that he's sort of is thinking, "Wow, I'm doing okay here," rather than thinking in terms of I've got to apply apply myself. Um, he keeps getting involved in scuffles all the time in the. In the um, the Brighton game, one of the players refused to shake his hand. It caused that scuffle at the very end because he uh, um, he smashed him to the ground and just wandered off. And they'd obviously been mates at Brighton, so and that and he then took umbrage to that and squared up to him. And you think, oh, you know, come on, mate, let's let's let's. See, uh, I let's like it. I like a bit of that. I like well, I like it, but you need to you need to be playing well as well. I think at the same time, um, James is uh, away with the fairies at the moment completely. I don't know what the fuck is going on. Uh, what did he say last week that he was only seventy percent fit? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Cucurella starts. Uh, and Cucurella was dreadful again. Um, Cucurella was worst. The trouble is because we've seen them be absolute shit. If they start playing badly, you think, "Oh God, we know they're shit. Why are they playing?" Um, uh, despite having actually Im- improved in some of the games and 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 been and played out of his skin and against Fulham, he was excellent playing at right at right back. But once again, it was Fulham. Um, so yes. Uh, Reese has got to get his act together. The midfield should work with the three um, because they've been creating a lot as three and Gallagher must herb his desire to fucking kick people. Jesus, God, what an idiot he was in the Brighton game. Um, uh, Sterling, yes, um, who has got to make an appearance because he was uh, non-existent against United a couple of runs. And I know that they, they tackled very well and they snapped at our heels all the time but potch has got to come up with an alternative way of playing against teams that do that or even do it themselves get their energy levels up it's no good saying the opposition has got very good energy levels and better energy because everton are going to do the same everton are going to play with a high line everton are going to smash us or as dyke does all the time he changes his tactics he'll you know he'll depending on how he thinks he's going to defeat us he may very well decide to play a low block and just break, in which case we're vulnerable at that as well. So, uh, you know, God knows what's going into their heads at the moment in the uh, in training. Um, um, Palmer, for me, should play every game. When he didn't play the other day, I think it's because he was injured. But he he's he has an ability to be a match winner. Um, he, he scored a great goal against United, but did, didn't do much else. Um, uh, but I would play Brozier for all the reasons we've been talking about, just because... Um, uh, Jackson is 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 got worse and worse, and yet, you know, to one's horror, then appears in a position and does something quite good. But you know, he should have scored a couple of goals, as should Mudrick. I mean, Mudrick, for goodness' sake. So um, yeah, the Gallagher's band. I think Mudrick gets in. I don't think. Uh, I, f- I fear that Mudrick is not a footballer. Uh, but it, it, it's. I, I, I said in my fan bite, you know, he's the fastest man in the world, practically. So you know, at least he gets the ball. The number of times he ran at United, and you thought he. he He's beating them every time he gets there, but 
for fuck's sake, you know, you can't dwell on the ball. You've got to play a decent pass. You've got to, you know, whip the ball in as quickly as possible. He and Jackson have got exactly the same problem, is that they, they either take a touch or they don't know, they don't shoot to, uh, soon enough. Well, you know what, JK, I'm going to, whilst you, before you spontaneously combust. Uh, yes, uh, son, you've got I had the benefit, I had the benefit of uh, watching the absolutely fucking brilliant Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank as one of the commentary team. Yeah, and guess yeah, yeah. what he was saying about all of our strikers moaning about them? He said, "No, the trouble is they take too much touches. You've got to, you've got to hit the ball quick, hit it really quickly, and first, you know, first time before the goalkeeper sets." What we keep saying, yes. All you'd Hassel, you'd Hasselbank and Shearer in that punditry yeah. studio, and it, it was also interesting to know that they it been on a provider that doesn't rely on twenty four seven rolling news and transfer bullshit and ingratiating themselves into this bowly carnival that they um didn't really pull any punches on how bad there was none of this Chelsea need time they're getting there just said they're not good enough at the moment yeah and I mean Kerry Kerry and Tommy Langley were saying much the same you know at the Troubadour on Sunday they didn't hold back did they you see Paul Canaville's tweet what did he say it was one of the one of the worst performances he'd ever seen really blimey yeah. I'd say the 4-0 at Bournemouth is probably a lot worse but there we go yes I would probably agree with that. So there we go. Martin, do you, do you broadly agree with my, my uh, 11? Uh, is Badia Shield still injured? Because I'd have him No, no. OK, I should explain the defence, because I take, I take what Jace K says about Colwell, but I thought Cucurella had a stinker. Um, I, I, you know, if James is fit enough to play, you, you've got to play him. He can't have, you know, I mean, I know there's, yeah. there's clearly something up with him, but you've got to play him. He's our captain, after all. But I, I, I think that you're, you know, Colwell... Silver and Dizazi, I think you will find, have probably played most in the defence. So going back to what you were saying in part one, maybe half the trouble is if you're if you're switching the defence around all the time. And we all know, um, you know, we've watched a lot of football. Um, defences tend to do better when you get a really solid back five or back four, if you like. Still uh, capable of playing three in a week. Well, now? that was my. I, I wonder that. Um, I really, I don't know is the answer to that. And the, the, other, the other point I saw to read today was someone making a fair point. I'm not, I'm not digging out Tiago Silva when I say this. If you are building for the future, why is there a 39-year-old centre-back? Well, because he's the only one with any experience for fuck's sake. I mean, against Brighton with 10 men, he yeah. actually was superb because like, he, marsh- like, he marshaled like, the whole team defensively. Like I say, I'm not criticising him. I'm just saying at some point it's going to be... But I, I, I the, think... The don't... decision has to be made. I you agree. You have but... to go with a Badia Shield Isazi back too, or Fafana if and when he sorts that knee out with whatever he's done. Yeah. But, but yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw a, I saw a rumour of last week about a centre-back from Bayer Leverkusen. It's not fucking Yeah, we, like, we need another fucking centre-back. I know, it's ridiculous. It's like, they're hoping this will be... The, the the transform no dickhead you've signed four five already Fuck stop it. it yeah listen I, I I wonder if that's what Poch thinks Poch is sitting there looking at that team saying they've got no experience at all here and you've got uh, you know Silver there are very few people in the game with the amount of experience that he's got and of course you, you know Poch knows him from PSG so you know I think it's a no brainer that that Poch will look to start him I think Poch would rather he was the captain if Silver wanted to be captain but he doesn't want to be captain so. You know, um, I, I I can understand why Poch will pick him every game. I think the only issue with Silver is is he fit enough? You know, so that's yeah. I don't know the answer to that one, but that's why that's why he's in there. I just trying to get back to settle, you know, back four. And then if you've got you've got um, 
you know, Gallagher, Moises, and Fernandes. You, then you've got a, a settled <laughs> seven. I mean, you know, what we want is to see a settled team. I mean, what we haven't been able to do, largely because of the amount of injuries and suspensions, is have that settled team. You know, and, Gallagher and would have played. They become a good team after that. Exactly, exactly, because that's that. Particularly as they're young and inexperienced, they need to play some games together. They need to get, you know, miles, uh, you know, hours around the clock, as it were, and miles in the legs. So there you go. Anyway, the good news is, of course, we've got Everton on Sunday, uh, and we all, always do so well at Goodison Park. I mean, I really actually do think that Goodison Park is a bogey ground for us, even though I know we won. 1-0 up there last time round. But if I was to tell you that we had um, gone the wrong direction on me notes, we have lost the last nine out of 14 matches at Goodison Park. JK. Uh, yes, we appear to be intimidated. Uh, we appear to turn up and not do anything. That goes back to 2010, by the way. Yeah, And I've annoyingly been to a large number of those games. Yeah. Uh, same here. With also with a kind of dreadful hope that it won't be the same again. Yeah, it's not. It's not so much a bogey team. It's more it's bogey snot blood tears the fucking lot. <laughs> yeah. It's never. It's, it's never. With the exception of one game in 2017, and you know which one it is. Every other visit up there, the game has either just been abject, or we have got mullered, or both. You see, this is the trouble: is going in off the back of being absolutely hopeless against Everton. It's that we're normally hopeless when we've played well the week before. So uh, uh, I'm worried that um, we'll be even more hopeless. It'll be. You see, what happens if if we're humiliated completely by a side who beat us four or five, five or six nil or something? Well, which Newcastle have already had a go at that. <laughs> had a go at that. They did. They yeah. did. Yeah. So, but um, uh, I, I I I can only. One can only hope, Chidge, with this team. You just hope that they'll pull something out of the bag or they'll just somehow apply themselves. Well, As he said in the press conference, he, you know, he, he hopes that this kind of experience makes them stronger, which is which is an old cliche. But uh, Well, it, it, uh, it will do because it's an experience and you learn from experiences. And I'll tell you what, as you all know, and uh, anybody who's a parent will know this, you know, you learn by your mistakes. It's how the mistakes are dealt with is that's important. And that's why I'm I I'm I believe I, I have a lot of belief and I have a lot of faith in Pochettino. I don't have a lot of belief and faith in everything else, but Pochettino I do. I really do, because I think he's very good at doing that. He's a good man manager. I mean the thing is, as JK was saying, Martin, um, we have no idea. I mean Chelsea are up and down quicker than a tart's knickers. You know, they win a game and they look brilliant and then they lose a game and they look terrible. And that's, I mean, that's, that's proven as well. We haven't won, uh, you know, back-to-back league games all season. So the proof is there. So, I, I mean, having having been rubbish against United on Wednesday and Everton, I don't, I mean, I actually watched a, a lot of the Everton match last night because I, I did the uh, pre-record with Dave at half time, would you believe? That's the only time he had. And bless his heart, he did it. And, uh and uh, missed the first five minutes. I was really hoping um, Everton might score so he would miss it, but they didn't. But anyway, um, you know, it's... uh, I can't completely lost the track of what I was saying now because I couldn't resist telling that stupid story. Yeah, I mean, I can see, even though Everton were brilliant against Newcastle and they hammered them, basically, I can see us turning up and being really good. I just can see that happening because that's that's what we've got at Chelsea at the moment. Yeah, we could just flip a coin and anything could happen. But I think Everton... 
have righteous fury and indignation about the points penalty they received. And we are one of the teams they will hit against because they will say, what about those? Why um, not them? Why not them? That's going to, that will literally be their motivation along with their general grievance about the whole process, which I do kind of sympathize with, but um, yeah. yeah, They'll have a sign. Uh, why not them? Do you think they'll have uh, one nothing of those? Would, nothing would shock me. I, I mean, think, and yeah. I'm sure, and I'm sure the comparison will be made. That, but yeah. you know, and they've, I know they've talked about the Man City, but you know, I'm no law expert, but I could imagine it takes it's much easier to make a judgment on one charge that's been admitted to than 115 charges been emphatically denied. But I'm sure it'll all work itself out in the end. Yeah, even if. Even if we're good and they're normal, they still motivate themselves to play against us. We're not very good. They're pissed off. They're going to be even more motivated. So I dread to think what could happen. Well, if I'm Sean Dyche, that's the team talk, isn't it? You know, these bastards have got away with it. Look at all their medals they've got by cheating. And look at us. Well, we're well, getting... not, not, these lot ain't got any fucking medals. They only just joined in No, August. but you know what? I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, and but... the bottom line is, and look at us, we're getting punished. It's, we're getting punished at the expense of people like that. You know what to do, lads. Get your get your late tackles in early. Yep, they'll just go th- go through go through one of our players, wind them up. You know, we've clearly got players that have been identified as having short fuses. So, yeah, it almost writes itself. I'd agree. I mean, J.K., I, I tell you what, I worry about two. I, well, I, what Martin's just laid out brilliantly there. I do agree with him. I worry about that. I also worry about the fact that I can see Everton and a dice side bullying us. They are physical. We don't like it up us still. Uh, I don't think we've got enough units in the side and aggressors. Uh, and the other, th- and, they've got, and they're brilliant at set pieces. And we're, I mean, five free headers we've given away in the last five games. And Everton are, are you know, like all dice size, they're good at set pieces. That worries me hugely. It's got four four written all over it again, isn't it? Really? It's got no. It's got got six three to us written all over it, mate. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's 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 genuinely worrying after Wednesday night. All these all these things. I mean, but yeah, because that was that was such a low, awful performance. It's so difficult to come in with any positivity about this this uh, other than Sanchez's performance and the goal. Um, that um, it, 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 we just mustn't be. I've noticed a tendency for us to when they scored the first goal, we were overrun, and I thought, will we then bounce back? And we did a little. There was a bit more. I don't know. I think we had a couple of our attacks and I thought, well, um, we are at least, you know, we might be able to, to equalise. But at the same time, the 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 rolling over and just giving up aspect of it on Wednesday was something that I hadn't seen for a very long time. And I really hope that that doesn't uh, carry on on Wednesday, because, as you say, they can be very in your face, very aggressive. He'll, he'll, he'll have already worked. He'll try and wind Gallagher up and he'll try and wind Colwell up because they're the two for me very loose cannon like um and uh and i think what they did united in the game as well but didn't say was they they stopped um fernandez from playing by putting mctominay on him for a lot of the game um which i found slightly worrying that fernandez couldn't get his uh his his act together um given he, he is an aggressive player um Gallagher's return may help in that respect cause it'll indeed be... absolutely it'll take the pressure off him i think we'll see more of him um uh, and it's sent you that you know you can say yes, all right. In fact, Ugo Kuchu Leslie is injured, and um, but he's another one who can't tackle. It, yeah, well, he's, it, he's a guaranteed card, but every time he plays, that's true. But he provides an outlet at least, which we weren't seeing with 
with Palmer because Palmer was playing out of position essentially. Um, but no, Chidge, you know, once again, it's 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 always a, a very hostile, alien environment, and uh, I'm not sure some of them can deal with it. Yeah. It's also the last time potentially we could be playing there because they're moving grounds imminently, aren't they? Yeah. Apparently so, although it's, not, it's nowhere near ready, or it will be nowhere near ready, I was hearing on the grapevine. Okay, I don't think but... they've got the money. Isn't the money falling through at the moment or something? Isn't that the... Well, the, fund, the funding for it was coming yeah. from Usmanov, who then got sanctioned. So oh, that's my short take, short interpretation of it. But um, yeah, I mean, it's still going up. They're still talking about it. And it will be a shame when Goodison Park goes. Yeah, well, it's great old ground. It's a grand old ground. And if you love your history, it's enough to make your heart go. It's your fucking nuts, mate. Oh, dear. Anyway, um, I don't know if this is good news or not. I think it probably is, but we've got Michael Oliver as the ref. He is the best of a very bad bunch, JK, isn't he? He's one of the few that's not from Greater Manchester. And he's not from Greater Manchester, exactly. He, 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 um, we ever going to get any that come from fucking Surrey or Sussex or anything like that, you know? Are there any? I don't know if they're if they're if oh. they're allowed they're allowed to become elite you know, let's, in that area. Let's have a referee from Epsom and see if they get Chelsea what, games, what, eh? Wasn't Roger Miller, Miller, Milford or Millard from Great Bookham? I used to like that. He was, he was the long-haired bloke, wasn't he? He was, he was, he was from Great Bookham, which is perfect he, for a referee. I had this kind of well, vision it, in my head. It was a little village full of referees. Was it Cookham? No, it was Great Bookham. It was was one letter away from Bookham. Oh, it was Bookham. It was Bookham, yeah. 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 And of course, Graham Paul was the thing from Tring, wasn't he? Of course he was. Of course he was. No, Oliver has that ability to be... um, He seems to to talk well to the players and explain things well and um, uh, doesn't come across, across as being dictatorial, doesn't come across as being arrogant uh comes across as being somebody who communicates well with with um uh var be interesting to see who the var person is are you um, sure are we sure Graham pole didn't come from chessant no he was called the thing from tring <laughs> oh very good that, yeah. oh very good martin very good very good very 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 good it's just, just next door as well <laughs> Very good, very good. Yeah, I mean he's a good ref. I mean he he, he is a great a good ref, Oliver. I have to but say. But you don't you don't get um, controversy following him no. around. He, he, he's like, calm. Uh, he manages Taylor. it well. You don't get a ridiculous decision. You get yeah. something that's. Um... Oh, by the way, was the Sterling? I th- from where we were, we couldn't see where the Dived. Sterling was. It was a dive. Was it? No contact. There's no contact. Okay. Yeah. The only the only other thing was the penalty that was given for Man U. Um, that was pathetic, really soft. Well, well, I, the ball had gone when Enzo's foot went in, yeah. so it didn't interfere with the Manchester United player. Obviously, he hit, caught him and he went down, but the, he'd played the ball already by that point. It shouldn't, shouldn't have been a penalty. I mean, it, you know... Well, the ball was in play with my ref's hat on, you know. He, he trod on his foot. He stepped on his foot, yeah. That's all he did, you know. Fuck. No, no, but it was still. It was still. He didn't fact. stop him playing the ball. He'd already completed no, no, no. the action by the time the contact was made. No, no. So. Anyway, uh, I will get your predictions from you in a minute. But before we do that, it's uh, J.K.'s least favourite uh, thing in the show, which is. Oh God! Yeah, they played for Ugh. both. Now, as as I said to you. Uh, you know, earlier on, I actually listened to the show last week, which I never do because I, I, if I'm on it, what's the point? I've already heard it. Um, 
And I was listening, I was listening uh, as I was driving up the M3, and it came to they play for both. And I listened to it, and I thought, fucking Elchard, this is terrible radio. It takes yes. for ages. It's loads yes. of dead air. Yes. You know, I said, this is terrible. We shouldn't do that again. And I thought about it. I thought, no, no, that's, every, that's exactly why we should do it. So, that, <laughs> so that's why we're going to carry on. And I thought, actually, you know what? The great thing about it is people can play at home. This is not just about yeah. the show. People can the play best at part, home. The best part of the football ramble is Jack's Encyclopedia, which suffers from the same dead air, but is similarly funny, although they spend quite a lot. What they do is to buzz people out. They play the um, Gary Neville goalgasm. So you're oh, running out of time. That. They play that, but but you, you what you hear is Torres, and you're like, yes, I'm back in 2012 again. I love it. I love it. All right, so boys, uh, 25 players have represented both Chelsea and Everton during their careers. How uh, many did the Everton fan get? I didn't. No, I'm not doing that because oh uh, shit. He, okay, <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't. He didn't have time. Fair uh, enough. And anyway, um, I've worked out that if they're live on the show, you lot ah. get a, you get a clue. You two on one and two on one advantage. So yeah, exactly. So that, I, I didn't work that one very well, did I? You know. Anyway, so there are twenty-five players that have played for both Everton and Chelsea. Off you go, uh, Duncan McKenzie. Yes. Oh, by the way, uh, just before you start, I've got I've highlighted one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen that I reckon you should be able to get. Good. So the four I've got so far won't be so very good. Duncan McKenzie is a yes. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Stewart, Graham Stewart. Yes. Um, uh, Pat Nevin. Yes. Uh, Derek Kevin. Oh, yeah. You like a bit of Derek Kevin. I like Derek Kevin because he was apart so from, shit apart, from, apart from he's not on there. What? <laughs> no, I kid you oh, not. No. He's not. No, he's, he's not. not. He's no, no. no, no. Was, you're right. It was Man City. I've got it wrong. Yeah. yeah. That was last he, week. He went to Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Samuel Eto'o. Yes, Martin. Good shout. Well done. Well done. I had Samuel it wrong. Yeah, Asmir well. Begovic. Yes. Bit out of my generation, Gary Stanley. Yes, Martin. Good shout. Wow. Wow. Yeah. One who shouldn't be on there, but by the rules you apply probably is Ishe Samuel Smith. No. Oh, he's a youth player. He went from one to the other. And yeah, not not on pool, their list. But... Blame, okay, blame, Nathan, blame Nathan No, and no, that's, that's correct. I was just checking because I, I, I seem to recall players that were on this that hadn't played for one team or the other. So, okay. Um, hmm. I'm sure there's obvious ones I'm missing here. <laughs> yeah. You've got, I mean, I mean I, uh, yeah, you, you've got, yeah, I've ticked all the ones in yellow so far. You've got so I, I kind of expected you to get these, although some were harder than others. Okay. Fatty Folk didn't play for Everton at any point, did he? Nope. Okay. Dave Besant didn't play for them at any time, did he? This is the only team he hasn't played for. He's in there oh. every bloody week, isn't it? Every week. I mean, <laughs> you, 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 except when I'm on. <laughs> I know, but you, it, it's a very safe bet always in this game. The first thing to go is, is Dave Besant, because most of the time you'd be right, but not this Mark week. Mark Hughes. Very good. John Spencer? Yep. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Pulled that one out of my arse there, so that's... But he, he's, not, he's not very big, so it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. I thought you said pulled him out of your ass. I was thinking. There's a load of signings that Everton made around the mid-90s. Howard Kendall came back. Well, and... yeah. 
that, but I, think, that, I, I feel convinced that some of them uh, earlier, must have played for Chelsea. I mean, there are there are one, two, three, absolute. Nicky Thomas. Well, that wasn't what I was thinking, but yes. But there are three players that are recent that you I can't believe you haven't got yet. Probably try, probably try, try to commit him out of my memory. Uh, Romelu Lukaku. That would be one of them. Um, I'm sure there's a couple of loans. Well, one was and one wasn't. Okay. It's not helping much. <laughs> There is one that is obvious. You will, you will kick yourself. It's so fucking obvious. I don't know what it is. Yeah, he was the embodiment of a scouser. Ross Barkley. <laughs> there we go. Of course. Again, I try to fucking get him out of my bloody memory. Okay, so uh, Jack Cock just for a laugh. Oh fuck me! You got that one. Well done. Very good. Jack Cock did. He did play. Yeah, he? he did. He did. Yeah. Good shout, Martin. Okay. Didn't expect you boys to get that one. Not you boys. I've got only got the beginning ones. It's all been done to Martin. I've done. No, you, how I, many? Have we, how many have we got so far? Uh, hang on. You've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So you're almost Half, halfway. 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 And as I said, that McEachran wasn't lined up there, nope, was he? Nope. Okay. But I think the, the the next two on here that you should get are both loanees. Okay. I think one certainly was current loney or previous loney or recent loney, but not okay. current. Right, okay. one's currently playing for another Premier League team. Oh, fuck, it's not helping. Van um, Anholt? No, he's not. He's not. Uh, he, he put it this way: I don't think he donates to the RSPCA. <laughs> Kurt Zuma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> See if it was Stoke, I'd have got him straight away. That's <laughs> I'd completely forgotten that one. Um, blimey, Tommy Lawton. Oh, Martin Wickham! You see, this is why in every Chelsea quiz I've ever done, I've always tried to be on the same side as Martin because every time that happens, we win. Huey Gallagher. No. Oh. Tommy Lawton's a good shout, mate. Bloody hell! That's very a, good. Yeah. Oh, pretty much all out of that. Yeah, one, well, I was going to say yeah. there, there's one, one, two, three, four, five, six players. Terry Phelan. Very good. Very good. I was going to say there are six players on the list that I've never heard of. Uh, so I wouldn't expect you to get them. Um, but Terry Phelan wasn't one of them. You got him. So there's, a, I reckon there's one that JK should get. And one that one that you might get. I could might give you a clue, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to know how to do it um, uh, with the reverence that I should do and the delicateness that I should do. In other words, you say one thing, it's going to give it away. Well, yes. Hmm. Well, let me put it this way: I don't think he's. Like, I don't think he's with us any longer. Okay. As in, I don't mean at Chelsea. I mean, period. Yeah, so I kind of got that from the tone of voice. And he's a, uh, he's, a re- he's a recent player. Oh God, uh, b- 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 Christian Atsu. Oh, there you go, Martin. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Right, there's one more that J- J.K. should be able to wheedle. We should be able to wheedle this one out of him. <laughs> uh, 
Doggerty Diamonds era. No, it's uh, late seventies, early eighties, I think. Oh, eighties, eighties? No, eighties. Seventies, I don't know. Actually, late. I think it's late seventies, early eighties. There's a chance. There's a chance he's got quite a scouse sounding name. Think, think pacemakers. <laughs> Uh, Jerry, somebody or other. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> he's still got it, ladies and gentlemen. He's still got it. <laughs> but Jerry, who? No, it's not Jerry. Who? It's somebody. Jerry. It's Jerry. Some... Jeremy. No, no, it's no, not it's Jerry. Right, no, that's that, that's Jeremiah. That's, that's, that's Jeremiah. I've, I've ruined it now by going at Jerry. Uh, Jer, uh, Jer, uh. It's patently obvious. Oh, Jerry Payton. Oh, well done, J.K. Well done, well done, Chidget, giving me that. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Okay, so I'm going to give that a tick. So, I mean, I think he was the other one we should have kept referencing because he appears to have been lonely a variety of. Well, clubs, indeed, he's he? turned up a lot, hasn't he? So I, he, yeah, he... there are there are two more that you will know, but you wouldn't think of, and the rest of them I ain't got a Scooby. So <clears throat> I shall read you out the correct answers. But you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. That's I think the best effort so far. And with 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 due respect to you, J.K., I think that's largely because we've got Martin on the show tonight. Can I just say though, just in my defence, four <laughs> of them, four of them, he got in really quickly. <laughs> yes, you can say that. You, you yeah. nicked three of my, you, you nicked Nevin off me as well. I was exactly. going to get that. In. <laughs> yeah. So there's a there's a you know so I wasn't that bad. Stewards you know, inquiry. Stewards inquiry. I was about inquiry. to say Eto, and then you were there with Eto, and I All was right. thinking, oh, that's well, Collectively, you did very, very, very well. I think it's the best. No, no, no we've done. I'm willing to admit that. that um, All right, that I'm going to read them out. Already, ready? Right, they are the 25. Are Benjamin Baker? Not a clue. Oh, uh, that's the goalie who scored for Chelsea. Benjamin Howard Baker. Is he really? Well, how about when did he yeah, play? Yes, was well donkeys. Yeah. Ten, yeah. I think he, he was. I think he may have been an Olympian as well. All right, so Benjamin Baker, Jack Cock, which you got, Mark Hughes, Jack Kerwin. I should know that because yeah, he's from Dublin. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Laverick, no idea. Uh, Tommy Lawton, you got. Tommy McDermott, no idea. Duncan McKenzie, Pat Nevin, J- Jerry Payton, Terry Phelan, Jackie Robertson, no. Nope. Fred Rouse, no. Nope. Uh, John Spencer, Gary Stanley, Graham Stewart, Mickey Thomas, Jack Whitley, who, of course, is the one for whom we got a, um, what do you call it? tombstone i suppose isn't it yeah it was a memorial stone yeah, memorial stone uh, which we crowdfunded so i i i would not have remembered that he played for everton it has to be said although i should have done but i've obviously heard of him fred wolf never heard of him and then romelu lukaku samuel Eto'o, kurt zuma Azmir begovic ross barkley christian atsu so i think he did pretty well chaps i'd say now uh Mas- yeah that john robertson Yours. john tate robertson he was our first no, bloody manager is that jack is that jackie robertson yeah john tate robertson oh yeah, played for Everton between 1895 and 1898 and one season for Chelsea. Okay, well, there you go. I am using the Wikipedia entry no, no, for that. That's I do per- not know that off the top of my head, but he was also our first manager. So, oh, yeah, I know. played for both, and if you want to go manage both, Frank yeah. Lampard. Uh, Frank didn't play for Everton. No, he managed them. Oh, he managed them, yeah. yeah and he yeah, managed true. Chelsea. True, true, true. Well, Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, of course. Uh, anyway, you did very well. Now, thanks as always to Paul Carter and his wonderful website 
uh, which is uh, it's got everything you need to know about Chelsea ever. It's, it's an absolute uh, geek's delight. I love looking mm. at it. Uh, www.stamford-bridge.com and uh, Paul's on Twitter at Stamford underscore bridge. And also, Paul's one of the uh, Chelsea Heritage Partnership, uh, and uh, you can check them out uh, on ChelseaHeritagePartnership.com or at CFC underscore heritage. And uh, also thanks to Nathan, who's very much part of this, although he did not tweet me the information about the players that he knew we wouldn't have a Scooby about. But uh, he's probably out in the pub somewhere tonight, I think. He's usually in the he's usually in Mixlip, he's not tonight. There we go. Right, uh, time to finish the show, really. So uh, we better get some predictions from you lovely people. Uh, Martin, what are you going to go for? I'm going to go for one all, and that's been generous. One all, yeah. We'll be lucky to get one. Indeed. Yeah. I'll, I'll settle for that. Uh, JK? Oh, excuse me. I haven't got a clue. Um, once again, depends entirely on who turns up, whether they, they're up for it, whether they're committed, whether there's any intensity, whether they play out from the back, whether they press. I don't know what style they're going to use. I don't know what he's going to try and do to get them to play together, whether their confidence improves if if uh, they see the midfield is working or um, something works and they just relax and play properly. or I don't know. So I think they're going to lose 3-0. Hmm. Well, you know, Everton of uh, of their last six games, two of them have been at home and they've won three nil. But you see, they're a bit up and down too. You know, they beat. They, 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 I mean, okay, they beat Newcastle three nil, but they only narrowly beat Forest away. They lost three nil at home to United. They, or it could be four four. You know, or we could win. Two, I mean, two one. I, you know, I mean, for, it's it's probably impossible. Well, let it? let me put it another way. I mean, you know, of their last six games, they've scored three goals three times. So they're capable of putting it away. I think the Premier League have written their team talks for them this season yeah. and they're just going to ride that wave. They're galvanised by a strong coach. Well, and Yeah, but United pissed think, on their fireworks, didn't they? The first match after the announcement. That was one moment of individual brilliance it that was. quietened it down. And they've they've rallied since. And I mean, beating Newcastle 3-0 yeah, that was... in their current state is... No mean feat. That was they were very good that night. Um, we can we can only hope the Thursday Sunday thing may stymie them a little bit, but I doubt it. They'll be up for it. Well, I don't know. If we score early, I think it, it, it changes the dynamic. I'm going to go two one because I, I for for, the, for no other reason that as I said earlier on, Chelsea are up and down like a tart's knickers. So you know, shit on Wednesday, great on Sunday again. I can see it happening, J.K. And I can see them scoring four goals. Yeah. There, it could happen. It could happen. It could happen as well because we've scored four against Man City and we scored four against Spurs. So that you know, if they they've got a, a a gleam of the performance they had against Man City, it could it. Who knows which way it could go? You know, yeah. the, the the dilemma is that was only two games ago, yeah. and yet here we are now in the in the depths of despair. So, yeah, yeah. I think I think they need to just get this game out of the way. I, was, I remember there was this run of sticky fixtures, and this one got worse as soon as that fine came in. Yeah. The points penalty came in, excuse me. Yeah. And like once we're out of that, then it's in theory a much more gentle run of fixtures. But we could just as easy fuck up at home to Sheffield United know, for, for Christ's sake, I you know, know. So who knows? They've got Wilder now, of yeah. course. It's, Typically, yeah. yeah. I know. Well, I'm 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 going to stick. I was tempted to almost raise it to three one actually, but I'm going to I'm going to stay with two one. Uh, so Martin says one all. You say uh, Everton will win three nil, and I'm going to go two one. Yeah, 
I'd like to have the three possibilities this week. So, you, well, of course, why not hedge your bets like our dear manager? Completely and utterly, yeah. Four four, two one to us, three nil to them. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to throw a few in there for good measure? I mean, you know, be my guest. Six two. I love the old six three. You don't get six threes very often. No, yeah, six three was always a decent we, score. We beat we beat them by that scoreline up there. I, I remember I remember missing one of the goals Everton scored because I was watching a fight in their end. Well, yeah. Well, I, we, I was watching the fights on the pitch, mainly started by Diego Costa, if you remember. Oh, he was he was a he terrorised them that day. But he always knew the line. He did, with one exception, when yeah. he did get red card. But he always went up to it and he stopped. The one thing our players are doing, they get book for something silly yeah. and then they can't rein it back actually that's the it's other po- a, that's, it's a skill that's the so... other po- yeah that's the other positive from wednesday we had no yellow cards didn't have any fight either mind <laughs> we didn't make any tackles well, that's yeah, why that, that would be why all right time for us to bugger off uh we will be back i mean safe safe uh travels to people going on sunday by the way jk are you going up there on sunday oh fool that i am You're, yes i love you you're so dedicated mate there you go. JK's going to the game, so we don't have to. You've got to love him for that. Uh, right, we will be back on Monday for the main Chelsea Fancast show with me and JK and the aforementioned Mark Meehan doing another shift. Bless him. Uh, hopefully kicking off at about half past seven and we'll, we, we will be looking back at the match against Everton, obviously. Uh, I have a feeling JK will be doing an in-off-the-post next week. I would be happy to do that. Too. I think Tuesday night would be my favourite so far. Okay, let me look in my diary. Tuesday or Wednesday, I'll have a think. Um, but yeah, we've got quite a lot of emails to do. Uh, so if you want, you, you can add to it if you want. If you want your email, Patreon, message, Instagram post or tweet to be read out on the show, then just let me have them as- ASAP. Uh, the email address is chelseafancast at gmail.com and you can follow the show, of course, on all of the social media at Chelsea Fancast. And uh, I'm Stanford Chidge. Jonathan is at Jonathan Kidd. Martin is at Mar- Martin underscore Wickham. Uh, Martin, brilliant to see you as always. Lovely to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. And um, good to see you all. And hopefully see you next week, the Sheffield United game, mainly because I'm. That is my my birthday that weekend, ah. so there will be a few beers ah, afterwards. Right, okay. Yeah. I may well be getting the train that day. Okay, now I remember what happened the last time you did that. Yes, I won't be. You may not, but. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I remember enough. It won't be. I won't be. I won't be getting that drunk again. But I'll be around. Yeah, I hope. I think unless the bastards are on strike again, I, I'm planning to go by train. Cool, good stuff. So we'll have a few beers, mate. That's for sure. Uh, but great to see you. Thanks for coming on, uh, J.K. Lovely to have you back. Of course, we missed you on Monday, as I said. It's lovely to see you back. Thank you. Very nice to be back. Jolly nice good to be back. too. Uh, safe trip up there on Sunday. And guest as Martin, by the way. So well done. Mm, well done. All right, you lot out there, thank you for listening. See you next week. Until then, keep it blue, keep it carefully, keep it chills. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi. 
This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.